welcome back to our little corner of the internet and welcome back to the fastest growing wrestling podcast in a one mile radius taking liberties pro wrestling podcast yeah baby you're damn right episode 61 coming at you hot and heavy this week for your listening pleasure damn right thank you all yeah, so much for being here coming in hot coming in hotter than I don't know. What, 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 what are they hotter? What are they coming in hotter than? Uh, hotter than <laughs> I I I, I swear you damn it, right. It's yeah. just becoming a gimmick at this point. It's hotter than Cody Rhodes's promo pyro, promo right, and pyro. Promo. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, both of them oh combined. Yeah, That's see, fucking hot, I, brother. I can, That's scorching. You know, as as one of the members of this podcast, I can certainly tell you that I I frequently will do the uh the the holding back the tears face and the. <laughs> anyone everyone knows what i'm talking about i i, yeah, I insist if you know you know talking on this podcast i just i just can't help but make shows yeah we make shows around here. you're damn right we make this is shows brother damn right. ears damn right auditory film and sex yeah boys. speaking of boys we're your sex boys with the boys he ears sex Speaking of the boys, yep. we're your boys, we are. Andrew, Marquise, and Max, having sex in each other's ears. The boys. Oh, you're god damn right we are. Sex, ear sex to you, and sex with the ears, and having sex with access to sex, and, and more sex, sex and having sex, 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 sex. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, you come on right now. That's a, that's a teaser for you. Uh, damn yeah, thank right. Thank you so much for being here. 61 episodes deep. We are eight episodes away from the hallowed grounds that are episode 69. Yeah, I can assure you, ladies, gentlemen, and anyone who is either, neither, or both, uh, that it's going to be a banger. It's going to be hot. I mean, I'm talking about, man, Man. episode 69 is truly going to be a movie. Yeah, we got uh, some plans for episode 69. I've been sitting on these since episode, like, 30. Yeah, it might be. Yes, I joined the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Might be, it might be even more bang for your buck, which is oh shut your. Fucking it was not supposed to be out. a double entendre, I swear. <laughs> there is gonna be some bang I for swear, your buck, but there's gonna be some bang for your buck. It's all awesome. uh, yeah, disgusting. You know, you saying that has has uh has given me an idea that I may have to uh bring about later after the show is ended but uh yeah please give us a follow on twitter at tl pro rest pod we got cool mm-hmm. tweets and things for you to look at there. yeah i uh tweeted out devon's titties please look at that oh yeah, check those out. twice all right <laughs> yeah. like you know i think you just had to understand bro. the titties like we'll talk about the devon shit more because you know there's a fucking match on the show yeah, but like coming. Man, these titties, this picture that Marquise posted on the TL Pro Rest Pod Crazy. Twitter, insanity. Because I had just all finished them, the match, the, and I'm like, oh my god, look at his tits. Bro, you posted like like six pictures of Devon and his tits oh, on Twitter, bro. Incredible. That's, if that is Honestly, base, fucking base. I'm just saying, like, you just had to understand. Like, we'll, we'll get That'd into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. But this man, brother... Devon, Devin. he comes out with the titties out. You know they do the 3D pyro shoots off match starts. He puts the titties away. Like I'm like, damn, where the titties go, bro? And then he, and then as soon as and the, then the bell over, rings, the titties come right back out. Incredible. 
it's incredible. so incredible, bro. It's fuck, fuck incredible. wearing like a ring jacket or yeah, you know no. something like that. Fuck that. I'm gonna put my titties out until you put them up, bro. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, it's exactly. We're gonna what we're enter gonna the straps down, put them on, oh. the and then take them off when we win. Oh, you're yeah. damn right. I'm down for that. Oh, you're damn right. It'll and, and no one's gonna understand why we're doing that unless they listen to this podcast. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Damn, yeah, what, lore. Lore. That is what is lore. the lore? This is lore. It is lore." Shouts out to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling lore guide. Uh, and don't, then don't let's not let's <laughs> let's not. God, that's my favorite account <laughs> on Twitter. Can't wait for the for the Taking World. Po- no, never mind. But uh, no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind that. Uh, check all us right. out on all kinds of podcast platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Spotify, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Owl, Stitcher, Breaker. Nah. Of course. You're damn right. Uh, please leave us five-star reviews on podcast platforms, especially y'all on <sighs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. We highly appreciate those. Please, please, please. And if you want to go the extra mile, go above and beyond. If you want to take liberties yourself, we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash TLProRSPod. We got cool content there for you. Uh, movie watch-alongs, match watch-alongs, gameplay. Damn right. There's stuff there for you. you want to show A lot of shit our, there, our two, man. Our two epically super mega-based $10 Liberty Taker patrons, Aiden and Noah, thank you so much for your money. We highly appreciate you lining our wallets. And, uh... <laughs> and, uh... We, uh... Oh, yeah, and the Discord server. Yeah. yeah. Our Twitter pinned tweet. Uh, I'll have to actually look at what that link is so I can just say it out loud for people. Yep. But it's probably, like, discord.gg slash TO wrestling something. Something like that. It's it's there. Just check out the Twitter, at TO Pod. Yep. Also, I believe this is the uh, last time. Last call for the uh, the max. Yeah, brother. Look, it's the final look, call. Look, I genuinely, I have been ready. I'm ready. I'm willing. I am fucking Chad Gable. Able. I'm Kurt Angle. Like, yes. who do you want me to be? You want you want Cody? You want Shane? You want you want I Kurt? Really- I really oh. need you to use the Cody Vader. Me too. Bro, Especially the Cody with, Vader? Like, the fucking, with the, the fucking, wheelie? The head, oh. the head pointed down as you rise. Honestly. And you meet the eyes of the crowd as you reach the apex of your of your rise, of your of your ascension. And you look out into that world and you see people on their feet chanting your name. Cody. Cody. Nightmare. Nightmare. Oh, nightmare. There's a pyro in the background. Yeah, brother, yeah, the sparklers. sparklers? Firecrackers. Oh. Fucking, oh my god. Oh my god. Pyro! More, more sparkler pyro than TNA will ever have so, is so what I will you, give you. If you want to see that, I implore you. That you check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod, and and pledge to any tier, one, five, ten, anywhere in between, doesn't matter. Yep. If we can gain four more patrons, and this is gonna release on Saturday the 30th. So today is the deadline. Pretty much. Listening now, everybody. This is it. Go to the Patreon. You can pledge a dollar one time. That's all you gotta do. Brother, get you, brother. Done. Takers. One dollar. 
And you you don't have to do it the next month. I mean, we would appreciate you did. It's a dollar, you know. It's a dollar. Yeah, hey, you don't have to. And honestly, Bro. all you're doing is helping us pop ourselves because Marquise and I and Max especially just want to. Yeah, dude, we really I want to do the. I want to do this shit so bad. Come on, man. Like, you got one hey, five and four you know, more. if you want, if you want, if you want more lore. It's only one bean, man. It's Come on. One bean, one bean, bro. One it's bean, only, bro. Hey, man, it's only one bean. Yeah. Of your hard-earned, like handsome money. Joke. Yeah. Along yeah. with the other joke I made. But don't worry about that. Hey, you know what yeah. it's time for? What time is it? To talk about some TNA Impact. God damn it. The Fuck. first actual TNA Impact of 2006. Yeah, not a fucking... Yeah, uh, it was not a good one. Special or whatever. No, none of that. Nothing. No 20 minutes. No uh, unfortunately, confetti. Unfortunately, it was not no, 20 minutes. No, unfortunately not. I but, really yeah. wish it was 20 minutes. Fuck. I wish, but this podcast would be a lot shorter. So, true. True. here we have TNA Impact from January 7th, 2006. Uh, the first actual Impact exclamation point of the year. And they had a really goofy opening package. Bro. Uh, really, really, yeah, I really skipped it. Silly. Because, it had like uh, really, well, yeah, it was just a recap so of like goofy. the major events of the ending of last Which year. Which is why I skipped it. Yeah, so like they were like, yeah, so like Rhino, Rhino won the world title at, at Bound for Glory and then he lost it at fucking Genesis. And Jeff Jarrett's Planet Jarrett is stronger than it's ever been because there's like nine people in it now, which is just really stupid. And uh, Samoa Joe murdered Chris Daniels last year, and AJ Styles has a busted lip. Welcome to 2006, and the package ends, ends just like out of nowhere, just stops. Yeah, the, yeah just stops. The pyro was not anywhere near as crazy this time around. I was no because, nah. they, no, because they blew the load on the fucking other yeah, gimmick, sure. bro. <sighs> Again, I'm gonna make this abundantly clear. That despite all that, TNA is still using way more power than they can clearly afford. Yeah. You're damn right. Which, I mean, I'm going to continue to peddle this because this is something that we can be proud of. But we do have at least some light confirmation from one PJ Polacco himself. Yeah. Damn right. And notice the keyword is light. Very light. Confirmation. Wait, what about PJ Polacco? He okay, so there was a time where I put out a tweet on the Twitter at TOPRO's Pod. Oh, I, was, uh, I think I know what I was, about, I, yeah. I posted, I posted a video of like TNA's pyro just going on just damn near infinitely. And uh, that tweet actually were followed by PJ Polacco, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I was gonna say, I know PJ Polacco yeah, so, likes TL, which, which is uh, wild just to say. incredible for all you people who don't know. Just incredible. Yeah, yes. He he liked the tweet, which is more than enough as someone who has worked in TNA and probably was privy to some of the fucking chicanery and buffoonery that took place in the backstage area. Yeah. Uh, would probably want to be able to tell us if this were truly the case. I'd imagine so. And you like it's tweet, clearly so. it's clearly the case. Just look. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Pyros, dude, look. the pyro display they set off on the fucking January first impact was so OD and unnecessary. Like actually I think Cody would have laughed. Probably. Bro, Cody would have been like, man, like, that's it, too much. It would have been like that time uh, Nash came out and his pyro just kept fucking going. And even he looked back like, what the fuck is going on, bro? <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Awful. Although it's not awesome for these dudes' paychecks because, I mean, once again, Chris Saban's still working at a subway. Ugh. Please pay this guy. Probably I'm making like, you. I don't know, minimum wage in 2006 was like $5. So. Six. Oh. Five. Slightly, slightly above minimum wage? 
No, six, no, the minimum wage in 2006 was 655. Oh, well, there's like five something. Oh, 655. Oh, well. And I only know That's that crazy. because Kanye West rapped about, rapped about the minimum wage in, uh, oh, fuck. The, the first the first song on the college dropout that's true escaping me for some reason but uh yeah homie can't shine on 655 true true so yeah my man chris saban is make is a goddamn sandwich artist for 655 probably working just outside universal studios at the local subway gets off his shift heads over to, to studio 21 has to show his fucking credentials just to get in there and uh <laughs> mm-hmm. Future world champion right there, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. God, thank God they did something for him. Christ, even though it wasn't good. It was, a, it was not good, but, you know, I remember At least it. he did it, so it's cool. So, yeah. yeah, all that happens. Cool, whatever. Pyro. More pyro, because here comes Team 3D for some fucking action. Yeah. Titties, Devon, stupid. Dude, Devon titties. God, can Devon just not wear a singlet? I just want him to have the titties out. Yeah, I mean, if he just oh, had the titties, yeah, I think he just be... wrestle shirtless. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be okay with that too. Because God, this guy, it looks incredible. See, the thing is that like, he's not cut; he's just big. Yeah, and he's, he's fucking, huge. He's fucking brick shit house, dude. He's stocky as all hell. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, dude's looking like Walter if he was like a lot shorter, <laughs> denser, true, and black. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah we got team 3d in the ring uh who meet some jobbers and i couldn't identify them at first which breaks my heart because as it turns so, out oh oh my man. heart broke when i saw this because i felt like this feels like when you haven't seen like an old friend in a really long time and like okay so this is like if like you graduate high, oh no, no no this is like this is like crack. <laughs> <laughs> sort of this is kind of this is like this is like when you got off track. No, no. This is like when you and a homie were like fucking thickest thieves in high school, right? And graduation comes, and of course, you know, you you kind of just drift apart as friends because you know you don't see each other every day anymore. And you know, it's been like five, six, ten years, and and you see your homie again, it's out of the blue, and and like and this and this motherfucker's got like the Caesar haircut now, like he's bald up top, yeah, it's something gained it's fifty just, pounds, it's not quite the same. Well, except like, Buck went the other way; he fucking lost fifty. No, pounds. he lost fifty pounds because he was smoking crack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. This is Florida, so he's definitely on crack. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So we have. Lex Lovett and Buck Quarterman, who do not look like either of the two men who who no, their name who their really names not. are. I didn't even recognize like Lex has his name written in fucking on his ass, and I still couldn't yeah. tell that was Lex Lovett until Mike Tenay specifically so, name dropped. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. Mike Mike Tenay well, you know, said said both of them, and I'm like, are we yeah, we like, Lex Lovett and Buck Quarterman? I was like, wait, so, what? Also, the so, thing is, two thirds yeah, yeah, yeah. Trinity. Oh, sorry, Max. I'm just gonna say the thing is, um, no, I don't, fine. I don't think, legitimately, there was ever one moment where the camera caught their Quartermain's face. There was no shot of his face the whole up yeah. until no, like two like, thirds into the match. The only time I saw like Lex Lovett's face is when he was like selling in the corner. But yeah, I, I, saw, I, was I saw that say, face one time. It's like the camera was actively avoiding Buck Quartermain. So was it even him? Could have been. It could have so, been like the warrior. You know how the warrior died and then came back. Oh my yeah, and God. John Cena and Randy Orton. Exactly. And Vince McMahon. Could have been like that. Except, except we did see Vince McMahon die, and I still don't know. They, they definitely had to have cloned him. Ah, I think so. He's yeah, like so. Walt Disney, bro. I have to they investigate that one day. Maybe the T.O. Um, Files. 
Maybe that's why I was just I was just gonna say like because did a job to Big Show like two months ago on SmackDown. I know I know what Buck Quartermain looks like because of if you're in the Discord, yeah, if you're in the Discord server, he's a sticker. There's an emote. He's an emote. He's one of the stickers and the emotes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I know what he looks like. I also know what Lex Luger looks like, and when Mike name name dropped both of them, I'm like. Yeah, you're you're pulling a rib on me. Like I feel like I'm getting is? worked. No, I know what this really is. This is like when you're in the car and you ask your mom for Buck Quartermain, and she says we got Buck Quartermain at home. <laughs> that, this is the Buck Quartermain y'all got at home. This man is great value Walmart brand. Not even this man is Target brand Buck Quartermain. Bro, it's Kmart brand. Mean? What do you mean, bro? Target is way better than Walmart. Yeah, I also agree with that statement. I am from look, bro. My experiences are that they are pretty much one and the same. You're crazy. I have seen the personnel as someone that worked at a Target. The personnel, now don't get me wrong, it's still fucking intense. But the personnel that walks into your average Target versus your average Walmart, it's night and day. See, I I feel okay. Here's the thing. I'm from where I'm from. You walk into a Target, you're still going to see people walking around in their goddamn PJs like they don't give a no damn with their fucking kids screaming, yelling at their kids, shut the fuck up, Billy, I don't care if you're half a year old, shut up. I mean, I never cared about somebody walking around in their PJs, personally. Yeah, I agree. Just comfortable, bro. I don't care. It's cool. What's wrong with it? Get out. See, here's the thing, though, is that it's it's a matter of the people who come in in their PJs that they've clearly been wearing for the last six days. Okay, well, yeah, that's a bit. Mm, yeah, that's gross. And I see, and I see that at everywhere that's gross at least where i'm from and where i'm from everyone's on heroin so maybe it's just like a regional problem (laughs) that might be it because just maybe i feel like target typically has a uh most people that go to target have more expendable income than those that go to walmart i've i've see you would i would agree you would think that but it turns out everybody's on heroin well, yeah, if everybody is on heroin, I don't think the fucking clientele really matters. But, you know. That's just my experience. But, you know, know Buck Quartermain <laughs> is on heroin. So yes, Buck Quartermain is certainly on heroin. And uh, this match was like two minutes. It was. It's what yeah, you thought actually. it was. It's what you thought it was. And then, uh, so, uh, brother gets. <laughs> yeah, brother. Brother. Brother, <laughs> brother gets a. Uh, True. He gets uh, the mic. He gets a stick, cuts a promo on after the match about all the shit they did. They're like, you know, we're former ECW tag team champions. Woo! We're former WCW tag team Woo! champions. We're former, and and I love the way he he like looks down and he very quietly says, "We've been WWE tag team champions." Boo! Fuck him! Fuck him! They fucking stink! Fuck him! You fucking suck! But there's one up. thing, there's Fuck one the thing we haven't done yet, and that's when the most prestigious tag team championships in the history of this business, the NWA World Tag Team Championships. Yay! And uh, yeah, so Team 3D are the number one contenders. They're going to challenge America's Most Wanted for the titles at final resolution. See, now I was conflict. All right. Brother said a line in here that I was a bit conflicted about. Mm. So he said, you know, you know, we there's we have 18 championships across all those reigns. Mm-hmm. And 
I yeah, would he give lost them... 18 championships? Yeah, he said, I would yeah, give them all they... up just to win the NWA Tag Team Championships just one yeah, time. Yeah, shut I'm the like, fuck up. Shut up. Huh. Let me, that let sounds me, like let a me... lot of money that you'd fucking given up then, brother. Yeah, let, me, let me tell you something, brother Ray. Despite everything, I'm sorry, but the WWE Tag Team Championships are the ones that probably most definitely made you the most money. So, if not that, then the uh, fucking New Japan ones. I was gonna say so it's either the Fed or New Japan, but it's honestly. also the Fed and then a tear down and then the New Japan ones and yeah. then everything else. Yeah, no, let's not get it twisted here, brother. All these motherfuckers have all this money because they worked for the WWE. Let's not let's get it yeah. fucking straight. Let's, for a let's second. not forget they were one third of. Oh, fucking arguably greatest ladder match of all time yeah it's not everyone yeah. get that so two of the best ladder matches the best of all tag time. ones at least definitely definitely the best tlc matches of all time inarguably oh, yeah and ostensibly yeah. if you will i agree but yeah so that match is going to happen in final <laughs> resolution i think that shit's in like two weeks and then, uh, hope not. So now that now that we've officially announced that Sting does indeed work for TNA, yeah, allegedly, we're gonna, we gonna roster just fucking sucking him off so goddamn hot, bro. They're trying to suck his dick from the back. Dude, they are. Dude. From the oh my god, they're sucking, dude. bro. They're sucking his nuts from his ass. They they love some Sting around here. God, you know who really loves Sting? Sanjay Dutt. Yeah, with his fucking Detroit hat on. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, my favorite, you're damn right. Yeah, it's like my favorite Sting moment is when Sting. Yep. Yeah. When Sting I did agree. that thing, that was my favorite moment. Yeah. Yeah, remember that time Sting did the, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, that's cool. my favorite Sting moment when he did that one thing. Yeah. 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 My actual favorite Sting moment is when he takes off a Sting mask. And, and it's Sting. Sting. Yeah. That's my favorite. Oh, Which one? He's sick. done it like three times. The TNA one. Where he did it to Rob <laughs> Van Dam. TNA Actually, he's one. done it four times. He did it once in ECW, once in TNA, and twice in AEW. Already? Yeah. Yeah, he just did it like last week, brother. So many concerts are fucking... Oh. All right, so... Let's not get into that. Bro. All right, so... Yeah. We, don't, we don't bring wrestling politics into this show. Right. <laughs> yeah, this shit is politics, bro. It's left and That's right. Like Am I right or yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, promo package, sting, scorpion, Sanjay Dutt. Oh, yep. Just fucking cock hungry, yeah. Speaking of cock hungry, I skip all these. Shane Douglas is backstage and approaches Planet Jarrett and asks about the tag title match, but Jeff Jarrett is obviously far more concerned about making a jabroni of sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie Gata gave Scott Demore a letter that he hand-delivers to Jarrett, and Gail is incredibly interested to find out what the contents of that letter are. Yeah. Jarrett gets incredibly misogynistic, says, listen, You're damn right. Listen, fuck that bitch. All right, so I skipped this, right? But as I was going through it, it was longer than I expected. It was, so very, I, it was a very long promo. Yeah, so it I was skipped to it. a pretty long and promo. And I just kind of, you know, there's this one point. Where I just heard Jeff Jarrett say something along the lines of, God damn, these lion ass women are always emotional. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, he... just skipped the bro. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, Jarrett really Yeah, said, because Jarrett... this motherfucker is talking about Jackie or whatever the fuck. And it's just like, bro, shut the fuck up. And then Gail's like, yeah, what the fuck you saying? What are you saying, Jeff? Yeah, you want to go? Jarrett I will really... out wrestle you in one arm move, which yeah. is true. This man really but said, not I happen. don't yeah. speak woman. Honestly. Get your female ass out of my locker room. 
Yep, that's a that is a reference. Yeah. Shouts out Booker C. Yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe not shout shout that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he then so he brushes Gail off and asks the boys want to go party. Yep. And then they go party. Yep. It's so, still just so odd to me that Team Canada, which for some fucking reason has all this shit, you know, even though they don't have shit. They don't have titles. They don't got they don't got money. They they're just Canadian. It's Bro, wild I'm that actually, they're with Jeff Harriet. I really I severely need severely like immediately need money. I need Team Canada and AMW to break up so we can just get to the beer money shit where things are I just want awesome. beer money. See, what the worst part is going to be is that I'm going to spend all this time talking about how much I can't wait for beer money. And then, and then the it's disappointed? Then, yeah, yeah, and then fucking three months into their run, I'm going to be like, God, I fucking hate these two. They're so terrible. <laughs> I don't think I ever felt that way about beer money, honestly. No, I, I, never, I, I loved never, beer see, money. Because I never felt that way about fucking America's Most Wanted. Well, that's great. Because... I didn't know that much about them at the time. I mean, God, I mean, well, I feel like AMW because, is I the mean... best of this, like, bad string of tag this teams. This might be a hot take. Sorry, people. I am not the biggest Chris Harris fan. I yeah, love Chris James Harris Storm, right. but oh, I am Storm not the guy. biggest Chris Harris fan. So James... whenever I see AMW, I'm just like, fuck, bro. Can we just, just get it over with? Not, not to bury James Storm. But uh, you know, I mean, people quite often call him the Shawn Michaels of TNA, and I, uh, I can't help. That. I have a problem Crazy with that because he was once called the Genetti. I never saw that. Even in One, Beer Money, I didn't see it. He is oh, definitely not the, the Genetti, but he is Genetti definitely not Shawn. Absolutely. I mean, hindsight is fifty-fifty, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. Anyway, so then yeah, so we go back to ring. The impact zone, and we have Conan coming down to the ring with Apollo and Homicide. Uh, if you'll remember, oh. at the very end, at the very end of last year, two thousand five, on the final episode of Impact, uh, Conan beat the shit out of Bullet Bob Armstrong with his boys because he Based. was purely sick of Kip James, BG James, Four LK, all of it. He was sick of it. Yep, done with it. So he comes out, he gets the mic, and introduces his boys, Apollo and Homicide, and he says. And we are the Latin American Exchange. Damn right. I accidentally put it with an E uh, in my notes. Let me quickly edit that for posterity. There we go. Yep. Exchange. So, uh, in the ring, ready for some action. Who comes down but the fucking natural? So, when I saw them coming out, I was thinking, yeah, all right, this is like their natural habitat. Like I don't know, I don't understand why they were like holding belts. Yeah, they didn't be, they didn't be doing, doing all that other shit at like close to the top of the card. Like I don't know what that was about. But I was like, all right, yeah, this is this is this is where I remember the Naturals. Yeah, taking L's. Yeah, that's not yeah, what happened like here they at all. should be because they fucking stink. That is not what happened here. Yeah, no. So the Naturals they come should've. down. The, a brawl breaks out immediately as the bell rings. Um, and Conan gets involved in the fighting, uses his loaded sock, beats the shit out of the Naturals like he should. The match. Like doesn't even end. No, like it, I don't even think the bell even... rings. I don't think it really happens. Well, see, yeah, the, the bell rang for the see, the see the the match began, and I don't think it ever ended. I mean, it began. Yeah, the whole true. match never really. The whole like beat down part never ended. LAX and the Naturals was like forty five seconds. Yeah, and then and then BG and Kip James come down, and they both get beat. The, they just get yeah. shit on yeah. as they should because we have a new stable. We need to get them over. 
So yeah, they, they come down, they get their ass kicked, and then Kip comes back with a chair, and that's when they split. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we got his ass. Yeah. yeah, gonna jerk a nut up his ass. Speaking of jerking a nut up his ass, Chris Saban was jerking a nut up Sting's ass. Yeah, he was. He He's was. like, damn, bro. My favorite part about Sting is... Uh, he was the crow. Uh, Chet notes. He was the crow. Yeah, he was yeah, the crow. Man. I really like the crow movie, and I like him wrestling Ric Flair. Cool. See, remember remember that for later. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. Shane Douglas is backstage, waiting outside Larry Zbysko's office when Jackie Gata comes out, arguing with him as she leaves. I don't know what they're arguing about, but I'm sure we'll find out soon. And so then we have pervert Alex Shelley with the camera, Austin Aries, and Roderick Strong confront him. And okay. <laughs> in the survey, so, okay, so in our personal yeah, chat. I, yeah, yeah you go, you go, chat, I'll go. Uh, Marquise felt the need to screen cap this moment of these of the of the fucking geek squad just looking befuddled and sad and geekish and loserish. It's just a weird fucking group Bro. of people, honestly. Well, yeah, we have I, I mean, like, with pervert Austin Aries and back destroyer Roderick Strong and Larry Zabisco, Morphoplex guy. This is a weird fucking set of people. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, <laughs> so Marquis. Marquise obviously like watched this first, and when I checked I our yeah, first, it was Andrew. He watched it first. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, let me get my Marquise. Mar- I took the pill first. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah, all right. Live okay. com. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no. Marquise posted the picture, and I hadn't watched the show yet, is what I should have said. Um, and man, I was like, why? Like I. I kind of get it. These are, you know, the X Division guys that, you know, quote unquote, but like, fucking geeks, man. They're just acting like geeks. Talking about, talking about two shows a loop. Come on. Like I didn't see Roddy Strong have a competitive match with Samoa last week. Yeah, these these guys are like, yeah, uh, we want a shot, bro. At what? Honestly, bro, you you know how booking works here, right? Like we put the draws on the pay per view. Bro, there's. Two of There's these motherfuckers also... don't even work here. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Austin Aries and Roderick Strong aren't even signed. Why are they complaining about, oh, why am I not on the pay-per-view? Because you don't work here, bozo. And also, like, what are these three as a tandem going to work for? Are they just going to take one-on-one shots against Joe for the X Division title? Like, Probably, and they're all going to individually lose as they Good. Did. Good. I mean, shit, I'm of the opinion that Samoa Joe needs to hold this X Division belt for, like, a year and a half. A year? Yeah, a year a I agree. I down. agree. Fuck, Joe should just not lose. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're confronting a while. They're confronting Larry, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're all coming at me about wanting opportunities. Like, I don't know where you get off thinking in your generation you can just come in here and ask me for shit. You know, back in my day, we fucking oh, earned fuck shots, him. bro. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though, is that honestly, despite the boomer speak, Larry was spitting, bro. My dude was talking about, you need to fucking earn your opportunities. I'm not out here handing out shit to nobody. Yeah, but like, actually, like these two fucking jabronis that don't work that don't work here should have to earn their opportunity. That shit doesn't even make sense. See, and Alex Shelley has only won so many matches. Yeah, why are they bitching? And the crazy thing to me is like, in and or out of kayfabe, he's right. Like I'm, I you agree with here. what. The fuck, you leave. You don't work here. You haven't done shit. Like do, do something and this? then come to me, because I do agree with that. In kayfabe, that is how it should work, regardless of error or whatever the fuck. Especially if your fucking championship committee head Larry Zabisco is a is a baby face. Yeah. Yeah, you're damn right. He's other he's got other people to worry about who have 
fucking been here and gotten wins and shit. Like, come on, dude. And also uh, bigger I, names. I should, no I, I offense. Re, I should requalify my statement of Zarya Zabisco's because of babyface. Because uh, Raven uh, yeah. is a fucking heel. <laughs> Period. That man. Well, is, that man is so dumb and fucking up his own bag so hard. How can I possibly cheer for him? We've seen as far Raven. as TNA booking goes, if someone is a babyface, or so, if someone is a heel and there's an even bigger heel against them, now they're babyface. Clearly. So Larry Zabisco is babyface. Yeah, so speaking wow. of the bag, fucking Jerry Lynn comes up and collects these dudes. He's like, dude, y'all need to fucking get on because, like, you got a match right now, and I don't know what you're doing talking to Larry Zabisco like you got any fucking pull in this place because you are nothing but jabroni. I was trying to figure out, like... Yeah. I was trying to figure out in kayfabe what the fuck Jerry Lynn's job would be. Agent? I mean, what he the manages the X Division, I guess. Make sure the boys get to the curtain on time. I mean, like, yes. I mean, I'll also say... Ago, he told the boys, get to the fucking curtain. I haven't. I mean, we haven't seen Jerry Lynn on TV in a little bit. You haven't seen him I knew, I knew it was Jerry Lynn because of the hair. Oh, yeah, he but he didn't... He, he, he looks weird. Spot. He looked weird. I feel like... I honestly don't feel like... And I'm sure I have, but, like, for some reason, I just don't feel like I've seen Jerry Lynn wearing glasses before. So it was, like, a real yeah. motherfuck. I've definitely seen it, but, I mean... Yeah, especially when I, I just seen Jerry Lynn fucking murder Sean Waltman at a pay per view like three months ago. True. Yeah, you're damn right. Although I can appreciate that he simply had the match and then went back to what his job already was. Yeah, he got called out, handled his business, and went back to work. That's a good workers' man right there. Yeah. You see, and shit like that is why Jerry Lynn is on the AEW tag title side plates. You damn right. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. Yeah, his uh, his awesome. fucking. His pile driver gimmick is uh, the silhouette on the gimmicks. That's that's cool. Yeah, because he because yeah, he works he, there. He still oh, works he there. That. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on the side plates of the belts, immortalized until they change him. Yeah, just like they did the AEW Women's Title, which that title should never change. The title's beautiful. Yeah. So good thing those boys have time to get to the curtain because we got a match in before that. Yep. Uh, we have yeah. Bobby Roode. We got three matches in before that. Yeah. No, we this shit piss. No, this shit piss no, me off. We got three. What do you mean? Oh, f <laughs> yeah, we did have three. We had three matches before that. So. Oh, my fucking God. This shit is so horrible. Typical awful. Team Canada shenanigans. Here comes Bobby Roode with Scott Demore. He's taking on Ron Killing. Yep. And uh, Ron literally dances his way into he a counter. hitting that shit. He was mm, oh. all the way to the ring. Mm. Literally, he's hitting oh. that shit all the way than the first two matches. Yeah, so he literally dances his way into the ring and keeps dancing into a counter as the bell rings for Rude's attack. And uh, he just victory rolls him for a six-second win. And then Rude awesome. the microphone as a... O'Connor roll. O'Connor roll, whatever. He did a thing. He did a roll. Yeah. He rolled him up. Yep. Gamer style. And uh, so he powders out. He's like, yeah, bitch, I just won the match. Let's fucking go. Back to hitting that shit. Damn right. I'm going to go get my NWA title soon. Shit. And Bobby Rude's like, hold on now, son. A guy like you. A guy like you. Yeah, a guy man like, like me. And I mean, and and I mean, I literally told y'all that when when Rude got the microphone and cut this promo, he literally sounded just like Triple H to me. Like, yeah, his, he his literally does the Triple H. Promo. His verbiage was straight out of the Reign of Terror. And so he calls Truth back. He's like, "All right, dude, let's do this fucking match." So he gets rushed. Bell rings. Uh, Rude goes for the hockey stick. Demore fucking gives it to him, and he gets rolled up again. Schoolboy. Yep. One, two, three. Yep. Schoolboy roll up. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? So then Damore baits Killings into chasing him around the ring to get blindsided by Rude. And he throws him back in the ring. And the bell rings again. 
which is the, the second match i didn't hear the bell ring so i was like okay but uh so it rings again this time and then demora gets into the ring and truth simply lets him distract him so rude can hit a northern lariat to win one out of the three matches and he celebrates like he did some shit when he really didn't yeah bobby rude is one for two and had to cheat to win one for three Oh, yeah, one for three. He is one for three. Sad. Yeah, he's one and two. He one is pussy. In a single segment. That's crazy. He went one and two in a single segment. Yep. Rough. And had to win by cheating. So, I mean, really, he lost three times. Come yeah. Fucking Bobby Roode. Dude, uh, I... Uh, I could do a whole separate thing about all my fucking problems with Team Canada, but I'll leave it. So we get more Sting. AJ Styles is also a Crow Sting guy. AJ Styles has never fucking watched WCW in his life. And he worked there. Yeah. He worked there. On Thunder. That a, is my guy. 10, 15 word appraisal of Sting. He really, dude, he literally said the exact same thing Chris Saban said. He said, in fewer words. He said, my favorite Sting moment is when he came back as the Crow. That's and, what he said. And that was the. <clears throat> that was literally what he said. Yeah, it was like. My favorite Sting moment was. When he came back as the crow. Yeah. That so, was it. So it was like, they're like, yeah, we're going to cut to AJ Styles as he recants his favorite sting moment. He says that, and then it goes commercial. So it was like, uh, incredible. Why? <laughs> like it was actually a waste of time, genuinely. I love AJ Styles so much. Shane Douglas is backstage with the X Division champion Samoa oh. Joe. And as soon as I saw Shane Douglas oh. standing next to Samoa Joe, all I could so, think was, oh. No, I typically skip these. It happened again. I just had didn't. Well, it's not. It's not even that. Like I wanted to watch it. It's just that I guess I had a brain fart and I just watched it. Yeah, because we all our brains all went to the same. Bro, yeah, bro, bro. And they, I mean, they literally referenced it. I referenced it. I look. All right, look. Shane Douglas. I don't know what the fuck. I don't like, know where this guy gets off thinking that I he has any sort of he's in any sort of position to tell Samoa Joe. Look, I, I I genuinely, genuinely, I could give two shits about Shane Douglas. Samoa yeah, Joe is Samoa yeah, fucking Joe. This is an Joe. Eastern Championship Wrestling dude. Yeah, brother, I don't I don't fucking care. Samoa Joe is much more important than you. This whole segment, it, yeah, it, so, it soiled my evening. It made me mine feel awful. Too. Like, I watched it. I didn't laugh. I said it in the fucking chat. I was like, damn, I usually skip Shane Douglas promos, and, like, now I'm heated. Cause, like, yeah, and when you said that, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Which one is fucking Marquis talking about? Because he's on, like, the show 50 times a fucking every show. Week, every week, he's cutting at least five but, interviews. But, like, god damn, bro. Yeah, so, like, literally, the, the fucking segment starts. Where, you know, you, they cut back to Shane Douglas and Samoa Joe. And he's like, uh, Samoa Joe, any comments on whatever the fuck you've been doing to Christopher Daniels? Joe looks at Dude, him. Dude, he gives him no time to answer. Joe, he's immediately Joe, mad. Joe looks at him. I mean, it's, it's not like Joe's going to open his mouth. But Joe just, like, looks at him. It honestly, looked like he was just preparing his thoughts. He and then he's like, like, he's like, all right, fuck this. I don't need this. He literally said, I don't need this right now. I, mean, I have better things to do. And Joe literally grabs Damn him right. and says... And he cuts a promo. And he cuts a fucking promo. Now, now, granted, granted, this time it was entirely under Joe's own volition. Yeah. Shane did not but, bitch him into doing but it. But I still feel like I mean, but he kind of did, did, though. He, he was like, hey, kid. Promo. Like, he's like, yeah, you have any thoughts? He's like, all right, then fuck you. I don't need this. I'll go interview somebody else. What's crazy, though, is that it was like, so 
I'll, I can give you the exact timing of it. It was that he, Samoa Joe, can I get your thoughts on your exhibition championship match with Christopher Daniels at Final Resolution? You know, I don't really need any of this. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I don't need this. Like, it was literally that long that he gave Joe to talk. Yeah, like I said, it, it seemed like Joe was probably just collecting his thoughts. Yeah, and in the time that Shane had, was copping a fucking attitude with him, Joe actually collects his thoughts and elects to speak. And uh, he, says, he says, Joe essentially says, uh, I've got I've got this blank canvas here, and he holds up a new, new clean, towel, new towel, a new towel, and he's gonna he just got it from the fucking Ramada Inn. Yeah, and he's gonna Damn paint right. it in Christopher Daniels' blood, mm-hmm. and I hope he does again. I I hope he does it again. I don't particularly want that. He's going to because I know he's gonna carry it around for four months again, and I don't want that. Yeah, but you know he's going to. I know he's going to, but I don't want that. He's going to. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be awesome. He he put Christopher Daniels on a towel twice. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, bro. On a towel. Crazy. Carmelo Hayes puts people on t-shirts. Samojo puts people on towels. That's incredible. Bro, put you on a rag. Call me John Cena. Mm-hmm. Craziness. I so, hate my yeah. life. Uh, Douglas clearly oversteps his boundaries, and Joe shows mercy by just walking away. I wanted Joe to kill him. Can Joe kill him? Should have. Definitely should have. I just want him to put him in the coquina, and then everybody, like, tries to take it off, and then they're like, wait, we don't need this guy. He, you know, he's just a reporter. Fuck Shane him. Douglas is I'm going die. to be getting into the ring at some point, and I sincerely Oh, uh, really? Like, do we know this? No, we know no, yeah, for a it's fact actually, that Shane yeah. Douglas is going to be getting into the ring at some point. Fuck! Ah! Uh, I want him to lose. Oh, I'm sure he's not. No, yeah. Are you kidding me? This is fucking I, I, I would, I would, I would be willing to hedge a bet that, like, Shane Douglas is probably in the top five highest paid dudes in the whole company right There's now. There's no way he's not. It's got to be top five. It probably goes. It hold goes, on. It goes fucking. Uh, Sting. Bob. It probably goes Bob Carter. <laughs> I'm in gonna see if I can get the scientists on that. Sting. Yeah. Jarrett. Yeah. Christian. Yes. Douglas. Yeah. And then Kevin Nash. Probably. Oh. Whoa, and Kevin whoa, Nash whoa. has been off TV. Bro, Kevin Nash, tore, he tore a quad before lockdown 2005. That's February. He was gone up until, like, after anniversary in June. And then on the lead-up to that pay-per-view where he was going to have a match with Jeff Jarrett, he tore his quad again. He's been off TV since. Sucks us up. He's still getting paid. Yeah, of course. Guaranteed money deal. This is Kevin Nash we're talking about. He's not working anywhere unless he's guaranteed a a very generous uh, bottom line. Hey, brother. We we reviewed him on Austin's podcast. Like four weeks ago. He said that he would leave his garage, drive about 70 miles, work a couple of tapings. Light drive. Take a couple of bumps, get $15,000, and go to a fucking hotel and order a steak and wine. Dude, oh. can we hold on? Oh. Now that we're here, can we just talk for a second about the fact that Kevin Nash was raking in fifteen thousand dollars a taping? Yeah. Oh. In 05 to like twenty ten. Twenty eleven, because he came back early twenty eleven. Yeah. At the rumble, dude. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Fifteen, not fifteen hundred. One five. Three zeros. Yeah. So that, that tells you just how much TNA was losing. 
that they were spending exorbitant. They were spending fifteen thousand dollars per taping on one person. They had all this pyro. They had all these people under contract that they definitely weren't using. So it's like Shark Boy. Fuck, dude. Fuck. Curry Man. Alistair Rolfs. Who? What the fuck? Yeah, where the fuck is Diamonds it? in the Rough? Triton, bro. Where's the Diamonds in the Rough? So okay, I've at least they're uh, on I, at least one tape cycle. I feel my uh, have, my scientists got back to me. Um, I cannot find an exact number, but I can find Shane Douglas shitting on uh, Dixie Carter for paying I mean, Ric Flair and Hogan and paying guys former ECW guys quote unquote two hundred fifty dollars a night. <sighs> So are you surprised? Are you surprised, bro? Because I mean, what was Hogan was easily raking in six figures in that fucking spot. Uh, he said he said, uh, Ric Flair made thirty five grand a night. Oh, oh my! <laughs> an appearance, and oh! Hogan made. Uh, hold on, let me, let me, let me. Hey, hey, Sorry. hey! Bring the fucking paper back. I'm not done with you yet. Crazy. You fucking. Oh my god, dude. How did they ever turn a profit at all? I want to say only, but like, think about this. Kevin Nash was only raking in okay, so thousand dollars. Rick Flair got so this is, plus more. So okay, so this is what uh, this was off of ProWrestling.net. Shane Douglas claims TNA paid former ECW wrestlers poorly for the hardcore Justice pay per view. So this is in like 2012, and he said, "quote." Uh, What's it called? At the same time as she's paying guys $250, she pays Ric Flair, 62, 63 years old, $35,000 a night. 60-year-old Hulk Hogan, $75,000 yeah. a I night. I 70. I'm not surprised it was even more. And, and then somehow figures that our guys, that these guys come from ECW, just don't have any value or worth at all. I plan on disproving that. Well, that's clearly not true if they ran a whole fucking pay-per-view dedicated... Oh. Whatever. Twice. Whatever. So, yeah, because Hardcore Justice became... It, it's still a TNA pay-per-view, or an Impact pay-per-view. Yeah, Hardcore Justice is still an Impact gimmick. Yeah, yeah. so along with, I mean... Along with Hard Justice, which are two different things. Specifically doing the ECW shit, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. But yeah. Fucking wild. Anyways. So to get into the main event match of Impact, we have... Alex Shelley, Austin Aries, and Roderick Strong versus Christopher Daniels, Chris Saban, and AJ Styles. Yep. And Styles. My, Mike Tanay makes an announcement at the beginning of this match that fucking blew my cock off. I was like, holy shit. So, as, yeah, dude. Holy shit. Dude. Yeah. Holy fuck. My, I'm my excited, cock? I'm excited to tell people about this. Yeah. My cock exploded. Clean off. It right fucking, off. it's like gone. South it's Park. still gone. I ate gluten. So, <laughs> thankfully, it was a clean detach. Yeah, so I was able to just reapply it. So, at final resolution, AJ Styles will be having an international showcase exhibition with New Japan Pro Wrestling's Hiroshi Tanahashi. Dude, when he said that, uh, I, I, I've been going uh, my notes. Holy shit! Yeah. So, like, I was, I was in bed with my girlfriend as I was watching <laughs> TNA, and I'm sure you're like. Literally, like I was cuddled up with her, 
Watch the impact. And then I heard, I heard Hiroshi talking to Hashi, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> that was, dude, incredible. Like, this oh, is Ton of Hashi in 2006. Like, this is when he's like just about to start carrying this. Whole yeah, this is this is, this is when this is he like he becomes the ace, stab, basically. Bro. Yeah, he's ready. Yeah, he's. Oh, dude. I didn't even know this match ever happened. I never knew this happened either, and I'm like, I know it's damn. We got, we got, what do we got? We got, we got fucking Samoe Joey versus Jushin Liger. Thunder Liger. Now we're gonna get AJ versus Tana. That's crazy. What am I? What am I gonna get? What am I gonna get? Fucking like, fucking Okada and Saban. What am I gonna get? Like Shinsuke Nakamura versus like Sanjay Dutt. Oh. What am I gonna get? That sounds incredible. I think. In the next year or two, we're gonna be coming up on a Naito's excursion. Yeah, uh, don't we? When is when is when is Green Hornet time? Oh nine, I think. Oh, shouts out to Okada's the Green Hornet. Because I mean, he it, Green Hornet was around when the Pope was around because he just straight Okada should have jacked D'Angelo Janeiro's shit and took it back to Japan. Cool. Damn right. Good. And he did it Got better. Over. Worked. Don't care. That's but, the goat uh, right there. Yeah, so anyway. I don't know about saying he did it better, but he 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 did it grander. How about that? So that match is gonna happen at Final Resolution. So at least there's something to look forward to. For sure. There's a match I'm looking forward to watching on one X speed with full attention. Yeah. 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 And, I agree. and it's gonna somehow suck. And I mean I fucking guarantee it. Tanahashi and, and AJ have had, you know, I've seen their their matches from when AJ went to New Japan in like twenty, you know his, his yeah, New that's, Japan that's run, completely different. Yeah, but this, this is, yeah, this is, this is young prime. boys. Prime. This is AJ in the prime of his life. Yeah. Oh my to be God. fair, you could definitely make the argument that AJ in like 2012 or 2014 was also in his prime. I I would say that is his prime yes, in terms but, of but actual there's match. Just something, there's just something about. AJ and Tana going at it in their 20s, that makes my cock hard. Honestly, I think it's even fair to say AJ Styles simply was built different enough to have two whole primes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. 2005 to like 2008, and then again from like 2012 to like 2015. Yeah. 2016? I would say, I would say, I'd say say his prime ended at that Royal Rumble match with John Cena. That was, yeah. That was, I I would agree with that. So, prime of AJ Styles. The beginning of 2017 yeah, yeah. okay so yeah, yeah that's yeah, fair. so 2012 that's crazy that is crazy he had he had fucking that is crazy yeah. my man had a four-year prime and a five-year prime 10 Almost years 10 years apart <laughs> 10 it. years and 10 years apart incredible aj styles is fucking amazing yeah this is why we fucking stand aj styles right now. yeah like like no look we what. are sucking aj styles cock forever because the gay community is crazy. Genuinely, he is on my Mount Rushmore of like all time. He is on mine he too. Has to, I he has to be. He has to be top four all time just for free. My Honestly, top just five. My top five yeah. like are typically the same guys. I just pick who I want to call the goat that day. That day, but like Styles, Angle, uh, fucking. Punk, Brian, and there's one more. Okada. Those are like my five. Those are my five guys. Damn, there's no they... respect for Shawn Michaels. That's absolutely crazy. I'm just going to assume that Shawn is top, top ten current day guys. Yeah, that's all I'm. That's Let that all one I'm go. Shawn, no, uh, Shawn is Shawn is six or or at least in the top ten. 
Damn. for me. You know what? For the sake of this podcast not getting canceled, I'm going to cut you off here. Yeah. So in the match. You're damn right. Uh, Shelly grips Saban's nuts, Joey Ryan weirdo rapist style. So he literally grabs his so, nuts and just holds them. So it was kind of wild. It's when this moment happened, when he just blatantly fucking Joey Ryan this man, that I was like, yeah. like a disqualification. Chad Patton is definitively the worst ref- referee. Like, wasn't our DQ, bro? I'm vice gripping this man's testicles. I, I could kill him. He stared at the spot, just waving his hands in front of it. Like, oh, oh hey, don't do that. Don't do that. I genuinely didn't understand. I'm like, even Rudy Charles would have fucking waved this off, or even he would have fucking called this. <laughs> What's going on here? Like, what Rudy the Charles. fuck is happening? He was told by he was told by whoever agent of this match not to Jerry Lynn to not wave that off. Yeah, so I figured, yeah, this this dude is a fucking terrible, just the worst in TNA. There's only three, so I mean, but yeah. So then. He does that, and then AJ comes in and gets caught in this very, very long heat segment for the heel team. They're just heating on him like crazy. Yeah, they right. go crazy on him. Until he manages to hot tag Daniels, and he clears them all out by himself, gamer style. And then uh, Saban tags in. They drill through house show dive, uh, Saban and Daniels do, to get those marks going crazy. Of course. And they were. And then uh, AJ Styles launches himself at Austin Aries on the floor, yep. sending his feet through Aries' abdomen. Oh! And X-ray in Mortal Kombat. I... I genuinely had to rewind just to like get a full grasp of the sheer force AJ came at Austin Aries with on this drop kick. Do it again. This was this is like uh, uh, this is some shit that, that Finn Balor, Fergal Devitt would have done in New Japan and like yeah in New Japan yeah you're damn right. Chests. I mean awesome. that in the foot stomp I think was it him or Saban do? Saban did a foot stomp yeah. Yeah that shit they both looked pretty hard. Yeah fucking was... rib crushers. So then Saban's in the ring. He's outnumbered by Alex Shelley and uh, fucking Roddy Strong while the other two on the outside getting dealt with. So uh, he gets outnumbered. Shelley hits the slice bread number two. And that's the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Gets the win. It looked like shit because he did it off the ropes instead of off the turnbuckle. Yeah, so he like, really struggled to do it. <laughs> do y'all like some Steve Borden? Uh... Uh, actually, he leaves me... Steve Board, man. Yeah. Christian Cage fucking thinks Sting is awesome. Christian Cage. Yeah. Okay, so Christian sucks his dick. Harder real than good. anybody. And real was, good. Honestly, probably oh, yeah, the guy he's that be just tag came from the Fed, that surprised me most. And I get that he's going to be his tag partner. But coming from the guy that just came from the Fed, it surprised me how much he's sucking Sting off. There's a lot Even of dick sucking from Christian. Worked for the Fed since like 1998. Yeah. Yeah. He pretty much just says, "Yeah, um, Steve coming, Steve, Sting, Sting coming into fucking TNA really puts this place on the map. It really shows that this place is uh, line the new place, the new prof- face. the new face of professional wrestling. You know what's funny? That's oh, Christian. funny. Christian buried himself saying that. Which is why yeah. I was very surprised that the guy coming from the Fed said that. Yeah, Sting's the one putting TNA on the map. Not yeah, me. Not me. Former Intercontinental Chip. The guy who made Invented Vengeance with John Cena like six even six months ago. Yeah, not for me. For the WWE Championship. Yeah, no, not me. I I was in a world title match against John Cena on pay-per-view back in September. Yeah, but Sting is the one that all you people really want. What has Sting done since like 
Shut up. Put his clothes <laughs> in the ring. Damn right. Yeah, that's what he's done. He's put his he's got he got naked yeah. while the while the lights were off and left yeah. his clothes in the ring and streaked through the impact zone. Damn right. That's what he did. Yeah, so I, I just it was really surprising for me to see Christian just sucking off Sting as much as he did and bury himself as hard as he did. Yeah. You're damn right. So then we I get agree. to the finals. We get to the final segment. Jeff Jarrett comes down to the ring all alone in his pink shirt. He's the only one spouting sense. And like, What's with this sting shit, bro? Who cares? Why? All right, all right, brother. Why the fuck is Jeff Jarrett the voice of reason? He's been the voice of reason for like two weeks. Okay, fair. Which is wild. Why? Even now, it's even crazier because he's like, Hey, you fucking dumb bastards. Don't you realize that Sting coming in being the hottest new signing means that all of you just got your fucking spots taken? Like, are you all dumb as bricks? What's going on here? Yeah, see, honestly, Jarrett is actually in kayfabe such a fucking carny that he actually has it right. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. The Jeff Jarrett character is actually such a carny that he's right. But both in kayfabe and, and in shoot. Yeah, this, because like, carny. It's, it's right. Because, like, everybody, all of these should, dudes should be worrying about making less money and the fact that their spot just got fucking taken. Yeah. Personally, I'd be pretty... Look, in the long term, uh, Sting coming in is going to be a net positive for all the boys. For a single year. For a single year. But... At the same time, that also means that there's a lot less people getting main events. Yeah. Namely, AJ Styles, Chris Daniels, Samoa Joe, uh, Triton. Really robbed him. And uh, <laughs> Alistair Ralphs. He also and Alistair Ralphs. My boy Big Tilly. In he, Philly. He got, they, they got fucked too. Yeah. And the brothers of... Uh, yeah, fucking... Uh, the, the Biker Bros. The Disciples of Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. uh, oh uh, brother. Boys. All right. Yeah, Ron and Don Harris. Yeah. You see, what St- you see what Sting has taken away from these people? Yeah. And he doesn't even know their names. Exactly. Bro. I know their names. But, like, actually... Steve stole Buck Portermain's spot. <laughs> Hold on now. You know what? You make a great point. You know what? Hold, hold the hold, hold, Stop the presses for a minute. Hold Dude, on. Hold, 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 hold on. Look here. Look. All right. So he's gonna say, "Look here. Look. Listen, Steve Borden, you old bitch. God. You know, I think it's really stop. bullshit that we hired Sting number two when we should have hired Sting number one, the Crow. I know he's dead. God rest his soul." But Sting, you don't have the class, nor the grace. And your career is dead. And WCW, no. TNA, TNA sucks. And so <laughs> do you. But I'm just going to be here in fuck all NWO for life. The Holy Trinity for life. Damn right. Fuck yeah. Yep. Oh, Dude. I agree. Buck Sting, Buck Quartermain Supremacy for life. You're damn First right. Propaganda. This man got a spot stolen, and I personally, and neither should Buck, stand for it. Thank you. I can't stand, but I stand for Buck Quartermain. Yeah, so damn right. that's the power of Buck. Buck yeah, you're yeah. damn right. Buck, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Jeff Jarrett's in the ring. 
He's speaking on that sting motherfucker. Jared says, y'all may be loyal stingers, but in the business, we call oh, that stinger marks. Pop me. Oh my god. Pop me. Huge. He's such a geek. I, I hate him. him. I hate him. Stinger marks. I hate so him. Jeff Jarrett calls out the surfer sting. And here he comes. He's on the ramp looking cool and shit. Woo! Bunch of fucked fuckers. Yeah. And well, Mike, Mike Tanay thinks you all are dumb as bricks. So he will absolutely. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh my god, it's Sting! No, what are you talking about, dude? This is Surfer Sting from 19. Bro. No, I'm saying Mike Tanay. No. Don't worry about that. He's lying. <laughs> I don't know what, dude. Okay, okay, you know what? Mike Tanay says this is Eric Young. Mm -hmm. This is clearly Surfer Sting. Yeah. Like, clearly. He's got the hair and the makeup. And yeah. don't mind the soul patch. He's clearly Sting. Yeah. So then, you know, here he comes. He hits the ring. And he calls out. the. He says, in 1996, Sting turned to the dark side. He definitely didn't say 96. I think he said, like, 98. Which makes me think he definitely wasn't fucking watching WCW when Sting became the crew. Good. He, I mean, he, that's he, one he, thing he I'll, I'll, I will later. give... <clears throat> I mean, that's one thing I'll give Jeff Jarrett for. I ain't watching no fucking WCW. Yeah, you got damn right, brother. Yeah, he was busy winning the IC title off of China. But, uh, yeah, Not so based. he says, in 1990-whatever, Sting turned to the dark side, and then he calls out the crow, and he's followed by a giant cock. Yep. Sting with big cock and comes down to the ring. whoever this mysterious figure was looked a lot like Sting in the crow gimmick. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it was crow Sting. Yeah, this guy yeah, looked a lot like himself. That's crazy. It's that is Sting. crazy. Because it was Crow Sting. Yeah. I, I don't know why y'all yeah, are questioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is clearly Crow Sting. Yeah. And he comes down with giant cock. Mm -hmm. He even he even did, bro, Jarrett was in the ring. He said, you know, back in my day, Sting used to do the, and as he says it, fucking Sting holds up the bat and he points at Jarrett. He's like, oh, yeah, the, the bat points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He used to yeah, intimidate yeah, yeah, guys yeah. with that. Yeah, that's classic Sting right there. And and personally, I was kind of appalled that he didn't call it Wolfpack Sting. <laughs> like, I, I honestly. So then he he, he uh, he's like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you know, St uh, Sting's been in hiding for years. Nobody knows what he looks like anymore. But I have him for you right here, ladies and gentlemen. Well, then he, he also said, and he got a tan. And he did get a tan. Yes, he did. So what he said? <laughs> he did get a tan. Important. Yeah. <laughs> this this new and improved Sting most certainly went to the tanning salon yeah, many times. So here comes the new and improved Sting, and he comes down to the ring with a baby Sting in a stroller. For some reason. And uh, this, oh is, this, God, is, this is Kerwin White Sting. He comes down in the fucking golf gear, bro. He's yeah. going to hit the fucking hit, apparently, hit the links. Apparently this was supposed to be like a geriatric man, but like... They have a they have a they have a twenty five year old couldn't fucking tell. athletic yeah, specimen tell. playing this geriatric man. So. Uh, some, some would call him the alpha male. I'd call him... A little stinger. I'd call I him a stinger mark. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you see, this is what happens when the marks are in the locker room. Damn right. <laughs> and not in the stands. Goddamn. I right. hate. I yeah, hate. This everything. segment did not pop a single person in this crowd. Hell bro. no. This crowd was sitting on their hands, bro. This this segment was so dead, and I don't know why, because I would have been going crazy for this. I'd have been going crazy for geriatric sting. But, Look, you know, I'll, I'll, I will say this. I'm going crazy for surface. As, as, the, as the Jeff Jarrett hater of this podcast, which I know we all hate Jeff Jarrett, but I fucking. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I actually just hate him. I just think he's yeah, I, I have vitriolic hate I for Jeff like Jarrett. Him. But I, 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 I want this man to die. 
So like, <laughs> so like that's a little look, that's a little strong, brother. Not on real life in kayfabe. Come on okay. now, duh. Okay. Well, I don't know, bro. You have to you have to qualify your statements. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you know, you, don't you know wrestling fans are dumb as shit? So you have to explain every little. Yeah, because you yeah, because I'm a wrestling fan, and I honestly thought you wanted to murder Jeff Jarrett, and you know I'm. Just I mean, make sure this show doesn't. No, no, the, Jeff uh, Jarrett. You know. I think Jeff Jarrett is awful, but I don't want him to be harmed. But at the same time, uh, this actually was semi-entertaining. This is probably the most entertaining thing I've seen Jeff Jarrett do by far yeah, and the crowd in my time. It. Which is so sad. Yeah, which it was is like genuinely actually... one of the most entertaining things he's done. It was actually movie. really, really fun to watch Jeff Jarrett just kind of shit on Sting. Yeah, because because it was right. fun. Yeah. It's, it's and the, it was funny. It's, it's the same exact thing as Simon Diamond coming down and telling fucking old baseball. Oh, yeah. Why the fuck are you fucking here? here. <laughs> Nobody here? No one here cares about baseball except for that old bastard who can barely speak anymore. Yeah. And baby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shut up. Fuck you. Yeah, so Jared, you know, he's, he's, he's shucking it up with the boys and they're yeah. making jokes and, and Christian Cage's music hits and yeah and then and then mike today says there it is there's that telltale music that we know from christian cage do we thank you mike yeah i'm like oh yeah (laughs) yeah so christian cage is on the he's on the stage he calls him jack offs and Jarrett seems visibly upset that he didn't think of using that one first yeah but actually and then he also mentioned he saved a lot of money on car insurance today which i mean why the fuck did he say that he said number one like, you all look like a bunch of jack-offs. Like, I got two things to say. You all look like a bunch of jack-offs. And number two, I just saved a whole bunch of money on my car insurance. And, like, and the crowd pop. And like, that's it. <laughs> that's yeah, I'm like, I'm like, uh, so where's the punchline? Why did he there say is that? no punchline. No. Yeah, so then Team 3D fucking rushed Jarrett and his legion of stings. And then Abyss tacks him behind and takes them all out. And then Ryan rushes the ring and gores Abyss. And the crowd is super hot for it. And then they go off the air. Yep. Yeah. The thing that's still even more confusing to me about this goddamn ad read that Christian did for no company is (laughs) the fact that they don't even get no company. uh, (laughs) What is it? The advanced auto or direct auto, whatever the auto direct. Yeah, they don't get those motherfuckers until like another four or five years from, or I guess three years at this point. Yeah, they get their shitty red ropes. Yeah. The really shitty ones in the, the four-sided the really ring. shitty one. Yeah, yeah the four-sided ring. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, the four-sided ring. Can't wait for that fucking yeah, episode. Give Hulk Hogan to just fucking decide. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, for Hulk, this and then Hulk is gonna come out and actively shit on because we've all seen that fucking shit. No more play yeah. pin rings, brother. Yeah, brother. This how is real expect? wrestling. How the, how the fuck did Tina expect to sell any ring sets if they weren't selling hexagons? Well, that's why uh, they got a toy deal in the first place. Like, that's why... Yeah, like, toys, what are you doing? That's why they got a deal in fucking Toys R Us, because they had the six-sided ring, and it was so different from everything that the Fed was putting out. It was but like, it was oh, shit. worth buying. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, cool. This is, this is different enough for other kids to, like, want, want it. to buy it. Yeah. Because it's cool. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you something. Despite every worker, you know, remarking that bumping in a six-sided ring sucks ass, from a visual standpoint... Bro, it, does, it the, looks the awesome. Ring does, dude, the six-sided ring does so much for the presentation of TNA to differentiate itself as a product from anyone else. Because, like, yep. 
I mean, you could you could even like look in like modern old school wrestling compilations and shit, and you'll see like WWE Raw clips from like 2002 or some bullshit. Yeah. And you'll see that interspliced with TNA, and you'll know it's TNA, right? Because there's a six sided ring. My biggest complaint about the six sided ring uh, is the fact that it's still a sixteen by sixteen. So I feel like. Every time they hit the ropes, they're like right next to a goddamn corner. They are. right next to the turnbuckles. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's I wish true. they'd have just scaled it up a bit, like two more feet. If you if it had been an eighteen by eighteen, I think it would have been a lot better. An extra foot on every side. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been helpful. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh that was the first full length impact of the year two thousand six. Yeah. Uh, thoughts, gentlemen. Um. LAX was cool. Yes. It's cool that Truth, who was just named Truth on this show, went up yeah. two falls over Bob Rude, beat him clean as a whistle twice, and lost from cheating. Uh, the Stinger Marks line cringed <laughs> me out. Stinger Marks. The tag match was cool. But I feel like I hated everything else, so... Honestly, uh, I, I think the Sting segments actively hurt my enjoyment of the show. Yeah, I feel like as much as they were fucking because, because of, how, they, him because of how low effort they were. Yeah. Well, the, the AJ Styles one was aggressively low effort. 15 words, bro. Was it? My favorite Sting moment was when he returned as the crow. That's 11 words. Like, that is piss poor effort. I mean, like look, the top guy that isn't Jeff Jarrett or being paid an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. Crazy. I will say I enjoyed the main segment, which I cannot believe I'm saying as Jeff Jarrett's fucking number one hater. Uh, I can't I can't wait for people to fucking clip that and share that with me and be like, oh, you like Jeff Jarrett now? Yeah, you see it. Blue, blue, blue. Yeah, Fuck blue, you. Blue, blue. Uh, but other than that, and like I, I echo what Marquise echoed in the uh, the truth thing was cool. LAX very cool. Very glad that LAX is a thing. Finally. Uh, fucking finally, shout out LAX. Um, but I did not care about the rest of the show. The rest of the show was pretty pretty piss poor. I I don't know. Pretty much. What, I I don't know what kind of star rating I would give it though out of out of ten like I don't know. Uh, I'd give it a five personally. I'd give yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd give I'd give the show a two point five out of five. I think uh, it's a five. I I, I think that's fair. I, I'm like wasn't the, offensive wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was able to watch the show on one times speed. So. Oh, you're crazy. I'm honestly, I've watched like the last. Four or I, five yeah, I think I think I've watched the majority of TNA recently on one speed. I watched the twenty minute episode on one time speed. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I'd be honestly concerned if you didn't. Oh well, yeah, no shit, brother. I can't miss can't miss that the shit. Entire but show, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, I did turn it on one X for the Jeff Jarrett segment just because I wanted to hear what he was actually like. I turned up for promos. But yeah, that's the majority of TNA Impact is yeah. promo segments with Shane Douglas or Jeff Jarrett talking shit. Yeah, and then which speed up for the which, matches, which, which inevitably leads to a massive breakdown brawl that ends the show every single week. 
Yeah, we should stop doing that. They're not going to stop. No, I know they won't stop, but I wish they would. Ain't no stopping. Yep, agreed. No, no there's not. You can't rock with me on that TNA. So yeah, that was TNA Impact from January 7th, 2006. Middle of the road episode. Hopefully next week is better. Probably not, but we'll see. Probably not. Hopefully. Probably not. So now it's time for us to jump into a little bit of the WWE Mad Libs book uh, segment thing where we're just going to do bits and make laughter. Yep. It's going to be very cool. Uh, last week, I neglected to do this, so this week I will because it turns out wrestling fans, especially us, don't know what words mean when asked You're about You're fucking words. dumb. So I'm going yeah. to simply do the quick review right here at the very front of the book here. Uh, in case you've forgotten what adjectives, adverbs, nouns, and verbs are. If you failed ELA. Here's a quick review. I'm an, an English major, by the way. An adjective describes something or somebody. Lumpy, soft, ugly, messy, and short are adjectives. Mm -hmm. An adverb tells how something is done. It modifies a verb and usually ends in L-Y. Modestly, stupidly, greedily, carefully, and shittily. Yeah. Damn right. A noun is the name of a person, place, Pontificately. True. Sidewalk, umbrella, bridle, bathtub, asshole, and nose are nouns. Yep. A verb is an action word. Run, pitch, jump, and swim are verbs. Verbs in past tense. If the directions say past tense, in case you don't know what past tense is, mm -hmm. ran, pitched, jumped, and came are verbs in the past tense. Yep. <laughs> We ask for a place, we mean any sort of place, a country or city or a room, like Cleveland, or your mom's house. Yeah. Damn right. An exclamation or silly word is sort of a funny sound, gasp, grunt, or outcry, like, wow, ouch, womp, ick, womp. gadzooks. Gadzooks? <laughs> yeah. Egads. Or Egads. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So. You're damn right. Sheesh. Yep. When we ask for specific words like a number, a color, an animal, or a part of the body, we mean a word that is one of those things like seven, seven, blue, horse, or head. What does everybody want? Al Snow. That's a noun. And when we ask for plural, it means more than one. For example, cat is pluralized as cats. All right, so now that you know how to fucking English, it's time for us to make funny. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Fuck. We're making bits. Yeah. All right. We make shows. Yeah, and this is just simply another episode of that show within an episode of that show. It's like uh Damn right. It's like SpongeBob up in this bitch. Yep. Showception. So this first one we got here is titled Nothing But WWE Rights Reserved live so i'm going to of course field the two boys here marquise and max for words and i will fill them in as i see fit for my own personal enjoyment when i come to read this when we're finished so uh first i'm going to have to ask max for an adjective slimy blimey slimy slimy i heard limey i was like what oh i shit man blame the mic i heard blimey uh, Blimey, Mike! Let me, let me get another adjective, my brother. Another adjective? Um, slippery. Slippery? Ooh. I'm going to fill one in here. This one's a noun. 
And make it another noun, uh, Max. Another noun for you. I will Sorry. give you Coke. Not Coca-Cola, not not cocaine, Coke. Okay. I'll, I'll give you Coke. Cocaine. Yes. Okay. What? Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take some slight liberties with what you said just to make it make a bit more sense in the sentence. Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's good. Uh, let me get an adverb. An adverb. Uh, I don't know. Gently. Gently? Yeah. Pull me down softly, brother. Yeah, bury me softly, brother. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill in an adverb here. It's gonna be more than one word, though. All right, let me get a, uh, let me get a noun, Maxwell. Oh, brother! Oh, Jesus! This caught me off guard. Government name. Uh. Hmm. Butt plug. What plug? <laughs> Butt plug. I'm sure, that makes no sense in context. You're goddamn right. Good. Who knows? Wait, does it? Uh, let me get an article of clothing. Plural. Plural article Ooh. of clothing. Crusty cum socks. Oh my I like God. that. I was thinking cum rags. Mm. That's the same. Yeah. It's the same thing, brother. Specifically crusty cum socks. Got you. Uh, man, I'm going get a noun. Actually, hold on. Yeah, I'm get a noun. Oh, a noun? Let's go with... Hmm. A noun. Boot. Yeah, a boot. A boot. A boot. A boot. Gonna get some Putin. Uh, let me get another noun, Marquis. Another noun. Uh. Randy Savage. Oh, I like Randy it. Randy Savage. Ooh. Yes. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Ricky Simbo. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me get another article of clothing, Max. Singular. Uh, a singular article of clothing. A single stocking. Just stocking. Just a stocking? Just a stocking. I filled in a part of the body here. And the final one. Okay. Plural noun, Marquise. A plural noun. Dicks. True. Incredible. Wow. 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 We have certainly created a masterpiece here, ladies and germs. All right. So now we have completed it. All the words have been set in stone. This is our experience. WWE Live. Okay. Last weekend, I went to see the WWE Slimy Rumble live. It's true what they say. The live experience is much more slippery than watching it on Paper Nut. <laughs> Every time a cokehead entered the arena, <laughs> the theme music played so gently, and the lights flashed so seizure-inducingly, right. they didn't want to jump out of my butt plug. Damn right. <laughs> you damn right. During breaks, we saw Shannon Coop crusty scum socks into the audience. Oh my fucking god. Watched a best cock contest. And saw the boot cam focus on couples in the audience who who then had to pucker up and give each other a Randy Savage. That's definitely <laughs> a simple position. 
100%. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After the show, I bought oh, a Bret Hart no. stocking and a Triple H bobblenose doll. I had so much fun that I'm seriously thinking about buying all the dicks for next year. <laughs> Damn, right. Damn right. That is I, I agree, actually. Yeah, that's that was WWE Live. Wow. Awesome. Oh, yeah, a that, fucking gimmick. Yeah, that is true. This gimmick is so fun. On some different shit. I really, wow. All right, so as I find us the other one I wanted to do for this segment before we move on to the main event, as I go through here. Ah, here we are. Yeah, so now Marquise is going to be the one accepting words and writing them down in the booklet. He's got the power in his hands, the pencil, and the paper. All right, so I'm going to fill in the first blank here. You got you to announce what it is. What, what is the name, brother? The, What's the, the name, name of the of thing? The, the Mad Lib is a Date with a Diva? Oh. No. Oh. You know, I'm just going to use the horniest words I can think of. Oh, yeah, for real. We're going to, this is going to be abhorrent. This is going to be <laughs> damn near deplorable. All right. I'm going to sound like Jeff Jarrett in, the first in this blank? episode too now. Uh, Max, give me an article yeah. clothing. Panties. Yeah. Damn right. Damn right. That's what I was gonna say. Andrew, plural noun. Cock ring. Oh. This dick is not deflating anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Put an S there just to gimmick it. There we go. That's so fine. Got cock rings. Yep. Give me a noun, Max. A noun. Ecstasy. The drug? Yeah, the drug, brother. Damn right. <laughs> about Damn. sex. I'm popping a molly, I'm sweating. Damn right. Noun, Andrew? Uh, lip ring. Okay. Or not, not lip ring. Uh, <laughs> no. I already said cock ring, so let me not use a yeah. ring. Uh, a noun? Yep. What's dirty as fuck? Uh, Person, place, or thing? Pussy. Okay. Just pussy. <laughs> Vaginal canal. <laughs> okay. Okay, brother. Gonna fill in one there. Uh, Max, article of clothing. Ooh. Latex suit. Oh, the gimp suit. Okay. Just gonna put gimp suit then. Yeah, that's fine. She's in the leather. My God. Oh, my God. Andrew, can I get a number? Oh my god. Can I resist? Will he say the thing? Cheer him on at home, folks. I can hear him. I can feel the crowd. <laughs> six, 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 three, nine, six, three. You know what? Nine. 69! <laughs> and the crowd goes crazy. Yeah! 69 69 Can I get an adverb, Max? Hmm. Came. Pain. Came. Came. As an came. Gonna, how does that how does it describe an adjective as a, how does it describe a verb? Hmm, true. 
I got one. Great, great English major here. I got one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hear you. I'll hear you out. Softly. Okay. Oh, put me down softly, brother. Yeah, you gotta say it all, all sensually into the mic. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> gotta lay it down softly. Let you know this dick is fucking Gonna huge. fill one in. Max, give me a verb. Uh, a verb. Pontificately. Coming through. <laughs> That's an adverb. <laughs> yeah, that is an adverb. Yeah, fuck. It's still well, a verb. I mean, it's still pontificate. A verb. Okay. Pontificate. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's your fucking truth. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's your fucking. No, I love it. I fucking. Okay, love good. It. Good. Give me an good. adverb, Andrew. Uh. Roughly. Oh. Yeah, we got a dichotomy here. It's getting rough up in here. All right. And uh, Max, give me a noun. AJ Lee. <laughs> True. Okay. That's the goat. I simply, I simply need you, Andrew, to say that again because it's the same noun. CM Punk. That's what I, I, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, I <laughs> found my soundboard. I knew it. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. All right. You're what finished. a mark. Anyways. So this is the Mad Lib for Date with a Diva? You're next. All right. So there it You're was next. in the porn store. Looking for new, looking for new panties to go with my suede cock rings. Nice suede. Damn, <laughs> my suede cock rings. When I saw her, sheesh, she was as tall as an ecstasy, as strong as a pussy, and as horny as an angel. <laughs> yeah. Michelle McCool was browsing the gimp suit section. Oh, I could hardly believe it. I'm her 69 fan. I knew I had to speak to her softly, or the opportunity might pass me by. I walked over, trying to appear suave, and thought about thought about what to say. Maybe, you have beautiful tits. Or, do you pontificate around here often? But when she suddenly turned around, I panicked. I roughly blathered, could you autograph my AJ Lee? Without looking up, she signed it and walked away. I will never wash this AJ Lee again. And that is date with a diva? Was it a date? No. <laughs> the most incredible he, thing I've ever dude, heard. Hold on, hold on. So, so homeboy went to the porn store. Yeah. Looking for some panties to go with a suede cock ring. Yep. He happened to come across Michelle McCool browsing gimp suit. Uh-huh. From art. And, and asked her to sign his AJ Lee. Uh-huh. Yeah. His AJ Lee what? I do not know. His AJ Lee, bro. You have an AJ Lee? signed it. That's crazy. And left the porn store, presumably without the gimp suit. So I'm sure Mark Calloway is quite upset. Well, she probably did leave with the gimp suit because she was so busy that she didn't even look up to sign oh. the AJ Lee. So Mark Calloway is having yeah, dog sex with Michelle McCool. Yeah, he is. That's lore. It is now. Shouts out to the TLPW look, lore guide. 
Look, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna push this until somebody does it. No one's gonna do it. I hate you. I'm and if do they it. do it, I'm gonna shut it down. <laughs> yeah, we will yes, report it on Twitter. No. Uh. Yeah, pontificate wow. was definitely the best word to go there. You pontificate around here often. Incredible. As soon as I read that, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Can you pontificate a little crazier? Honestly. Yeah. Bro. All I gotta say is that that just sounds like what I I feel like uh, the average Fed fan or the average wrestling fan really, uh, if they saw somebody like that was an that would be an actual fantasy that they would have. God, I hope not. I fucking hope not. Damn, I want to meet Michelle McCool at the Gimp store. <laughs> I mean, what? bro, I've yeah, I've heard I'm crazy for shit. Talk rings, dude. What do you mean? To go with my. Fucking panties. Yeah. My Sw panties. Suede cock rings. Suede panties to go with my suede cock rings. Damn right. Cock ring panties to go with my suede. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They call me suede. He's my pretty boy suede. Suede master. Suede for life. Master Bader? So what? that was the Mad Lib seg. Fuck. Yeah. Pure chaos. As, yeah. Incredible. As we, to, as we come to find out. Good. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, it is time for the main event of the 61st episode of the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast, where this week, under the guidance of Max, mm -hmm. we watched WWE SmackDown! Exclamation point, yep. from September 18th, 2003. And I want to make it abundantly clear, the second I saw this date on the episode that he recommended, I knew exactly what match this was. I had a I feeling. Knew. I just knew. And then I pulled it up on, you know, Peacock. Yeah, you're like, yep. Yep. That's, that's about right. Yeah. So we'll get to yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it literally, open, it fucking, the thing opens the show, I'm, basically. I'm, I'm going to say to you right now, Max, never again. <laughs> hey, man. This man you picked. Said... This man picked. Okay, I know what I said. I know what I said. This guy, Max, decided... What better course of action than to pick a show after we had just watched? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that, honestly. I wasn't expecting you to one up me, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. I'm have to go even deeper, brother. I am not reviewing a god. I am not reviewing Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada, fuck me, long sideways match. Five minute long match. Not watching. Hey, that, I didn't say. Hey, look. If I could find an NJPW show that was like not abhorrently long like nine hours yeah i i i would say that we could review it but like it's very hard to find shit like that i simply wanted to watch a good kurt and brock show and i got a good kurt and brock show yeah but you chose yeah. the one stuff cock. They, you chose the one match where they literally go an hour a shoot out that was no. sick real okay it is it sick, sick but let me let me ask you a question, Max. 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 Have you seen this match before? Yeah. How many times? Two or three. Okay. See, here's the thing, right? This is like my fifth time watching this. Match. This is my tenth time seeing this match. It was my tenth time seeing this match, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna blow the load right. I'm gonna tell you right now. I just didn't watch it again this time. That's fair. That's fine. Because, brother. This is my second favorite Iron Man match of all time. So it gets its roses. It's damn good. It's my second favorite. But I'm not about to sit here on this podcast in this lifetime and watch 
an hour-long Iron Man match on TV that I know all the finishes in and know the ultimate outcome of. Yeah. Can't do yeah. that. I've done That's that fair. times in the past. That being That's said... That's fair, brother. This episode of SmackDown was quite good. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Damn good SmackDown. Yeah, so... Uh, Cold open, Vince McMahon chats shit about tonight's main event. He's confronted by Biker Taker. He knows that Vince sent Brock after him during his match with Kurt Angle last week, and he's going to get his ass back for that shit. And I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that we ended up watching an episode of SmackDown from later in 2003, where 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 Undertaker fucking broke into Vince's office and like attacked him. Oh, sounds familiar. Yeah. So then, all that, and then access, access to, sex, to sex and more sex. sex the boys having sex. Sex, sex. I want it all, no less. Come on. Damn right. I want it all, no less. Come on. Exactly. I want access, access to sex. No less. No less. Sex, sex, sex. So Come on. Op- the opening in Pyro, big fist. Yeah, and Colin Taz, like, oh my god, the main event tonight is going to literally be most of the show. Shout out to. Fucking Taz immediately saying one of my favorite Tazisms. No doubt about it, Cole. No doubt about it. Yeah. I'm from Red Hook, brother. I don't know why. It's just one of my favorite fucking Tazisms. <laughs> no doubt about it, Cole. No doubt about it. Yeah. I just love Taz. <laughs> so we get straight into some uh, some competition. We got a tag match. Uh, we got Rey Mysterion and Steven Richards versus Tajiri and Rhino. <laughs> Uh, in yeah, the Stephen match. Richards looked like a killer in this match. Yeah, Stephen Richards looked like the rabid wolverine. He looked like a, he he looked like a crippler yeah. to me. Yeah, 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 he's a crippler. Yeah, yeah so Tajiri's clicked a lock on the tarantula on Stephen Richards. Mm-hmm. And Rhino comes in without a legal tag, which doesn't bother Rick, uh, referee Jimmy Corderas not one bit. Even not a even a little bit. He didn't even second guess it. Yeah, Michael Cole was like, yeah, it looks like a Rhino got in without making a tag. I guess it just doesn't matter. <laughs> That's literally what he said. This doesn't matter. Fucking crazy, bro. So uh, Benoit hits a back suplex and does a double down with Rhino about three minutes into the match. And then Ray and Rhino are going back and forth. And while Benoit is yelling at the ref and Tajiri gets involved, Mm -hmm. accidentally misting Rhino. So then Benoit throws him like a bitch and sets him up for the 619 for free. And then Ray hits another one on Rhino with a springboard leg drop to win the match. Yep. Drop the dime on him, even though that's not what dropping the dime meant. Yeah, that's what they said. He dropped the dime. That's not what that meant. Speaking of dropping yeah. dimes, The Rock's doing bits. The Rock is doing bits. His new movie is going to be coming out in a week, and he's all over GQ magazine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this, uh, this, this uh, the Scorpion King? They are yeah. slowly but surely plotting on his downfall. God, they are. They're preying on it. God, they're hoping he fails. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, he didn't. Yeah, so then Cole fucking segues this whole thing incredibly. Uh, when he goes into SmackDown, is brought to you by Limp Biscuits' new album. Results may vary. Yep. WrestleMania 19 for the GameCube yep. and the Rundown in theaters whenever. Yeah, yeah. I think Rock also had another movie. Even then, already like being fucking advertised. Probably. It's the Rock. This yeah. is the start of it, his brother. Me- his meteoric rise is literally beginning. Yep. To the you best, say that, really the uh, like the a most whole three year period where Hollywood just did not want to fucking touch him. No, and then he got all of the Hollywood. Yeah, and he got yeah. bigger, physically, and in social status. He made the game plan and the tooth fairy, and they're like, "Yeah, you gotta fucking pay your dues, bitch." 
and then he became yeah, the okay. yeah but i like those movies and then he became the rock but in hollywood yeah but i like those movies he was Rocky Maivia in Hollywood at first. Mm-hmm. And then he became That's the Rock. That's crazy. In Hollywood. <laughs> Remember that smiley baby <laughs> Yeah, he was. Rock, die, Rocky, die. Pain his dues. Fuck you, Dwayne. Damn right. I liked those movies. <laughs> I mean, Fuck and Walking Tall. I liked Game Plan. I didn't care for Tooth Fairy. I watched it when Love. I was very young. Yeah, I, I loved Game Plan. I watched it again within the last couple of years, and it's fine. Game Plan, it's fine. Very, all that goodness. So, uh, yeah. So last week, Shaniqua, yep. got attacked by three other women and still threw a chair all the way down the ramp after. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, those three women were Tori Wilson, Nydia, and Don Marie. So tonight there's going to be a two-on-one handicap match. Uh, Tori Wilson and Nydia with Don Marie versus Shaniqua. Shaniqua looking like a goddamn brick shit house. Incredible. Her bro, her she looks cheeks, insane. Shaniqua's ass cheeks were out. Her titties were fighting out of her gear, and fucking her gimmick is crazy. I mean, she was like licking dudes' I mean, faces on the ramp. On her awesome. ring. She's got too much everything for this fucking outfit to contain. Too much titty, too much ass, too much muscle. Well, it's simply because her brazier is way too small. Like her abs are, her abs and her titties are making this shit damn near bust open. Like, bro. Yeah, I mean, literally, her top is like trying to explode off of her and you know i'm not saying nothing but i'm not gonna sit here and say that shaniqua's got fucking double d titties or nothing but like for no reason her her top is trying to explode off of her body because it's too small for her jack built ass yeah yeah you're damn right uh cole asked taz have you seen anyone as tough as shaniqua in his career and he says that he has yeah, I have. Yeah, and then Cole's like, oh, well, well but she, she towers over you. And Taz is like, well, yeah, most people do. <laughs> Taz, yeah, I'm a little no short. Favors. Yeah, he was not having it at all. You weren't able to put Shaniqua over me, brother. No, not at all. Yeah, so Nitty and Tori are fighting for their fucking lives in there. Like, genuinely, they were dying in that ring. Yeah, Shaniqua did a goddamn fuck you power bomb at some point. It was sick. Yeah, to Nidia. Yeah. Dude, that was, that was, that was, that was after That was after she shit-canned Tori Wilson out of the ring. She did, yeah. Yeah, she shit-canned her. I'm, I'm pretty sure bomb, the power bomb Nidia was the finish, won the right? match. Yep. Yeah. But she wasn't done yep. yet. She got out of the ring, went right back in, grabbed Don Marie's bitch ass, threw her out, crushed her shoulder, smashed it, pulverized it all over the fucking ring post. You're damn right. darted her. Oh, okay, time out, sorry. Remembering that she got lawn darted into the pole just made her remember that when the fucking, uh, the beatdown was happening in TNA or whatever, for some reason, one of the LAX dudes, like, rammed Kip James into the pole, and he just didn't cover his fucking face. So he took, like, the fucking corner to split, face. like, right between the eyes. Oh, I don't, I didn't like, even What the fuck that. is wrong with you, bro? That's why he came back with the chair. Yeah, he was fucking pissed. Mm. I mean, it's his own fault. Yeah. Don't bad. Yeah, his yeah. own stupidity. All right. But sorry, yeah. Awesome. I just remembered that. Okay, so then we get a segment that's incredibly super mega ultra weird. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie McMahon Bro. is in her office. She's the GM of SmackDown, of course. She's on the yeah. phone doodling on a picture of Shable. Uh, Shable. Doing on a picture of Sable yep. when Vince McMahon, Big Show, and Sable come in and Vince wants Steph to quit her job so goddamn bad. So keep in mind, this is fresh off the uh, the Sable sexual harassment lawsuit. Or fresh. Whatever. Right off it. That, I mean, I don't remember if she won that case. I don't remember. Probably not. 
But yeah, this is fresh off the Sable sexual harassment uh, lawsuit. And essentially, her role at this time around is to be Vince's whore. Yeah! So, I mean... That's awesome. Fuck. Sounds like the Fed. Yeah, so Vince is talking with her, and, you know, he seems to insinuate that he is going to actually rape Stephanie to make Bro. her quit her job. And and the look on Sable's face indicated that she was kind of into the idea. Okay, okay, and so here's is, my... Like, as soon as he said that, Big Show is ready to, like, jack her up. Dude, Big dude, Show is ready no. to, like, jet, like, you're not going anywhere. He's gonna fucking do this. And, Bro. And, you know, Vince was like, oh, oh, I, I got it, Show. I, I got it, Show. I got it. I'm a bodybuilder, damn it. Yeah. Bro, Big Show, this whole segment is just looking at Stephanie like like literally he's gonna fucking pin her down and do the deed with her. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, but he actually insinuated that he was going to he literally said to her, Yeah, I you know if this it's continues, crazy. I'm gonna have to get a little and he gets real up in her face rough with you yeah, if you know what I'm like, talking yeah, about. Yeah, he was like, Yeah, last week you did something or other, you'd rather go against Brock Lesnar than quit. You did something to me, like hit me in the balls or whatever. Kicking the nuts last week. Yeah, and, and then he was like, "Oh well, when I'm gonna play rough." Yeah, if you're gonna play rough, you know you're gonna fucking be begging to quit after I play rough. No, no, no. He said you're gonna be begging me to stop. He said That's stop, but he also said you're gonna gross, be begging bro. to quit, and you're gonna be begging me to stop. Yeah, insinuating that he's going to rape his own daughter. That's or really weird. Beat the shit out of her. Or both. Oh, Knowing uh, Vince, God. it's definitely both. All three. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that happened. And then we get a flashback to uh, the shooting star press that would have, that, that honestly should have killed Brock Lesnar. Yep. And his eventual uh, WrestleMania. Too bad he's uh, Pete. He's Spassel. God. Yeah, he's literally the human embodiment of God himself. Yeah. Uh, and then we see the, the, the eventual rematch they had at SummerSlam when Kurt taps Brock in the ankle lock and submits him. To regain his WWE Undisputed Championship gimmick. And tonight, Iron Man, yes. Yep, one hour. I honestly couldn't tell who the fuck the crowd was behind in that match either. Both. I, I would say both, but I would lean more towards Brock. But there was like no reaction when he won. Because... The crowd was gassed. Honestly, how fucking honestly, do honestly, what do you think about it? What do you think about it from a booking perspective? Isn't it lame as shit that Kurt Angle held the WWE Championship for like two and a half weeks? Yes, that's it really pissed lame. me off. Yeah, so I and then like Brock won like, his third WWE title. Yeah, fucking I don't know. That just seems like already a, a very crazy. odd choice to make to put the strap back on Kurt just to take it back off him again on TV like that. Like this dude is not Sasha Banks, bro. What is this? He probably got hurt again he was always hurt he was never not hurt well yeah but i mean hurt enough to not force himself through it to wrestle because i mean after after he broke his neck you know he still wrestled that mania nine mat or mania 19 match with a broken neck yeah and, and then, then he, he came back at summer he, he came back he, for fucking bullshit he only took like a month off. Yeah. After, after Mania. Yeah, because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, and then I'm sure that's why he's probably gonna take some more time off here because it's like a week off. Yeah, because aren't we getting aren't we getting toward a fucking GM, GM Kurt, Kurt Angle? Yeah. And that in that entire period, which is so he could rehab without surgery. Yeah, that was 2004. Yeah, so we're coming up to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the United States champion, Eddie Guerrero, is in the locker room when Chavo comes through. Uh, mm-hmm. He managed to politic his way into himself and Eddie getting a WWE Tag Team Championship match against the world's greatest tag team Pretty much. tonight. And the WWE uh, Rewind right. is brought to you by WrestleMania 19 for the Nintendo GameCube. Yep. We flash back to last week when Eddie Guerrero and John Cena had a parking lot brawl for the United States Championship that Chavo got involved in, allowing Eddie to win the U.S. Championship. Now, I've pulled up here the promo that John Cena cut on this episode of SmackDown. I'm going to uh, play it for all y'all people so we can get that going here. Make sure all y'all can hear it before I play it. That'd be helpful. And uh, give this chicanery a listen. Some underestimated the Guerreros. I don't know what to say, bro. Those dudes are better at cheating than Ben Affleck is with J-Lo. I don't got the U.S. title, but I didn't lose any steam. Screw Ted Turner and the Braves. I'm America's team. John Cena's more American than silicone strippers. Giving <laughs> cats dead in their tracks from heart attacks like John Ritter. And next week, John Cena fulfills his patriotic duty. I'll be higher than hippies at 420 watching a Cheech and Chong movie. And I'm an American thug standing on top of this building. Leaving all opposition dead like Saddam Hussein's children. Oh my God. Word life. Fucking incredible. We live for that kind of shit around here, bro. Dead. (laughs) It's crazy to me that I used to like this dude, bro. Bro. I mean, this is awesome. This is the corniest shit ever. I love that shit. I love it. Not, I don't know. The last one's a little weird, but I love that shit. Just, I don't know. Like Saddam maybe, maybe it's just because his raps are fucking atrocious. Oh, like they are so low effort that I'm like, damn. Yeah, I can definitely see why fucking white people in 2003 like this guy because he's just saying words that kind of rhyme in a pattern. And yep, yeah, because white, yeah, yeah, because white people in 2003 can follow along with it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Slow. Yeah. And enunciating. They had Cena and Eminem. Yep. Yeah, well, two cultural icons. Yeah, but like actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a You're meme. damn right. Uh, they both have a platinum record. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not hey. Let's not forget. I think you killed Marquise a little bit right there. I think you killed him a little bit. I know. My time is now. I know. Is platinum. I know. You're damn right it is. One million. One million copies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One million Cena marks. We call them the business. Yeah, he calls them the C Nation. We call them scrubs. (laughs) Yeah, right. We call them the women and kids. Yes. Yes, we do. We're like, kill them all. The women and the children, too. Yeah, okay, the young ones. Yeah, so we get back to some action. We have Los Guerreros mm-hmm. versus the world's greatest tag team, my favorite tag team for the mm-hmm. WWE Tag Team Championships. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. You're damn right. I... Fucking world's greatest tag team got a job. I was I was genuinely upset. I was like, I was very mad. I I mean as soon as they got the job entrance, I was like, so there's no way they're winning, right? 
Yeah, I knew the second that they got the shit can entrance. I'm like, oh man, we're really gonna do this to my boys. I mean, you okay. know, they, they do the whole gimmick for for Eddie and Chavo. Yeah, they come on the fucking low yeah, rider. Yeah, come on the low rider. And I'm like, okay, so I mean, it sucks that they kind of you know leave this there for the other guys to come, but like, why wouldn't the champions come out afterwards, right? Nope. Fuck no, em. the champions are actually already in the ring after we came after the the commercial. commercial break. Yeah, like man, man, if you don't respect Haas and Benjamin right fucking now, bro. Yeah, for real. The Haas of Pain and the and the fucking the one legged Boston Crab where where Benjamin sits on your foot. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Shouts out SBR. Yeah. Sorry. Ah, oh, that's upsetting. But yeah, I mean it was a good match. I mean it's very good SmackDown Six tag team wrestling. Yeah, it was super it was, good it shit. Was definitely solid shit. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like, like I said at the top of this match, the world's greatest tag team, in my opinion, is my favorite. It's my opinion. In, in, it's my in your opinion, there's your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In my opinion, on the record, the world tag team, the world tag team greatest. Yep. My tag team favorite. <laughs> yes. My tag favorite team. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good match. Uh, Chavo's a house of fire. He's coming off of a, a left biceps tear, if I yeah. heard correctly. So he was off a four month layoff for that. Uh, he uh, he got every so time, much shine in this match. Every time they blow a spot. They blame it on the It's just like, yeah, if it's fucking, if he wasn't out for four months like a scrub, that wouldn't be happening right now. <laughs> like, Bro, what's wrong with you, dude? Like, what's... You know what, Taz? I'm gonna break your neck. Yeah, Taz, Taz is not a worker. Not at all. No, he's on the desk. He's going into business for himself. At the desk? He's... Yeah. Taking liberties. That's no, why that I love him. Certified. Not that about it, my God. Exactly. Red Hook. Yeah, so Chavo gets a ton of shine in this match. Haas and Benjamin take heat the entire match. They're getting heated. It was wild, though. And what makes no sense is that uh, as the match went on, the psychology of it became more and more confusing for me. um, Yeah. So uh, Haas tagged at Chavo, seemingly, but Haas baits Eddie in distracting the referee, and Benjamin super kicks Chavo in the left arm for max efficiency. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Haas locks onto the injured arm and picks him apart as the class wrestler he is. And then uh, Benjamin comes in, keeps up the pressure, and they keep the tags fresh until Chavo starts fighting back. And this was the moment where I was like, who's the babyface here? Because the crowd is cheering for Los Guerreros, but... It's definitely just Chavo that's the babyface. Yeah. Why? Well, because Eddie Guerrero... Is Eddie Guerrero. Despite having fan support... Has never actually played a babyface role. Come on now, let's let's be serious, people. Yes, but how can I call Chavo a babyface when he just last week costed John Cena the U.S. Championship in a parking lot brawl? Because he's the only person this match not cheating. True. Is he? Yeah, he was. Regardless, this the psychology is weird. I don't know who I'm meant to root for here. So Chavo launches himself so hard to shell and he makes it to the corner to tag in Eddie. And at this point, I can assume that the Guerreros are the baby faces, despite cheating. Whatever. Uh, Eddie gets the crowd super hot with his cool Eddie shit. Rolls off the top when he reads the Haas will dodge the frog splash and shit cans him out of the ring. Yep. Then Haas tries to distract the ref while Benjamin attacks Eddie with a chair, but he dodges and a shit ton of bullshit happens. Including a super extremely fucked up double flapjack that ended in a really... Extremely rough back bump for Haas. I don't know how it happened. Yeah, he, he got landed, fucked up. He landed so hard, look, he, he got a stinger. Because he looked out. 
And then Eddie hit the frog splash, and Los Guerreros win the WWE Tag Team Championships. And Chavo keeps getting titles for his uncle. Yeah. True. Until so the WWE Slam of the Night is brought to you by Clarasil. God damn it, stop having acne, you acne-ridden hormonal teenage fucks. Last week, Brock Lesnar beat the dog shit out of Stephanie McMahon in a match. Yeah, he, he he threw the fucking ring steps at her, and they only didn't hit her because they collided with the ring post. Yeah, pretty much. Taz is also incredibly concerned about what Vince was talking about in Stephanie's office earlier. I think he also realizes that he is going to rape her. No doubt. Yeah. And then uh, the, the locker room apparently is ablaze with hype for this main event, the, the Iron Man match. There's boys in the back with the CRT. Rey Mysterio and Billy Kim in a hangout with the APA. Orlando Jordan. And an extremely young Mickey James. Very young. I, my mind was blown seeing her on WWE TV in any capacity in 2003. And uh, yeah, Bradshaw, true. as ever, hollers and shouts about tonight being a real slobber knocker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, more, I don't know what you want me to say, yeah. Bradshaw, I mean, even later, Bradshaw... Bradshaw was actually going to come in his pants later when it came to the fucking main event. No, that's what I'm talking about. You're oh, damn yeah. right. That's what I'm talking about. This man was like, oh my god, two big meaty men are going to be colliding, two world-class athletes bringing it down for the world's championship in an Iron Man match. Woo! Yeah, Stuart says these two athletes got to do the goddamn thing, and yeah. They did. Yeah, so here's the main event of the main event. We have Brock Lesnar challenging Kurt Angle for his WWE Championship in an Iron Man match. And uh, one of y'all two can talk about it because I wrote nothing. Um, I mean, if you haven't seen this goddamn fucking Iron Man match yet. I mean, if you uh, haven't seen it, go watch it. But if you have seen it, then you already know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the first this whole... Are, uh, okay, the first minute is them doing shit, and then the next four minutes is Brock trying to psych Kurt by staying out of the ring. Classic yeah. Brock shit. Yeah. Sounds like see, Brock. See, see, Brock did here what Kevin Owens would later perfect during his fucking Jericho run. True. Just bell rings out of the ring. I love yeah, I'm good. When I, when I played, bro. When I played 2K and I played as Kevin Owens, every single time, I would just immediately get out of the ring as soon as the bell rang. <laughs> Incredible. Just walk well, around the thing a about bit. Brock, though, is that... Well, he can enter and exit the ring at literally any moment because he's so goddamn fast. Well, no, the thing about Brock is that they were going at it for a minute, and then he was sucking wind, so he powdered out for, for four. Yeah, because he's working with Kurt Angle. Yeah, sure. Keep up with that guy. I mean, I mean, he's not going to, but he's Brock Lesnar, so. With all that weight? He'll try. Yeah, which is crazier, because I, I was even thinking to myself, like, damn, now. The Brock Lesnar of now definitely has better cardio than this dude here does. Yeah, probably because this is post-UFC man's on his training shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, like. I'm sure I'm sure that Brock Lesnar's physical training has been attuned quite spectacularly yeah, in the Yeah, I'm sure sense. it's been fine-tuned at this point. But damn, bro. Amateur wrestling training is not a joke. Oh, I believe no, it. It's not. I'm just, you know, this is, you know, young Brock when he's kind of got a bad attitude and, yeah, you know, I mean, he's not, he's, yeah, you know, he's there to make. At this point, Brock is there to work. At this point, Brock is already like, you know, preparing to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, I'm not surprised that he wasn't super focused on being able to work an hour in the ring. 
Yeah. Honestly, I feel like this is probably the match that made him realize, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, I gotta keep doing this shit? Yeah. Fuck. He's like, bro, you're fucking carting me out. Because, like, I can imagine that they probably ran this circuit for a month, month and a half, doing not 60-minute matches. Just regular, just regular up their cardio to get to. And then probably, it probably started, like, a 20-minute, then a 30-minute, then a 40-minute, and then, like... Bro, if you did it, bro, if I'm at a house show and you work a 40-minute match, I'm throwing shit in the ring. I <laughs> guarantee that's what they were doing so they can build up to this. I'm throwing shit in the ring. You, I'm sorry, but at a at a house show, like, bro, the only way you're getting away with 40 minutes is on pay-per-view, in my eyes. Because there, there are very few reasons why anything should be going this long on TV. Yeah, I mean... Or why there need to be an Iron Man match on TV at all. And and some at some point I think it was uh when Tajir was coming out in the opening match they're like welcome to the season premiere of SmackDown yeah which, like, man will you stop with this shit well no when I heard that it pissed me off because on Peacock this is like season six episode season, like thirty yeah, yeah it's season five episode thirty eight yeah like yeah. so but this episode was the season premiere so they were clearly fucking lying or Peacock is lying. No, they were lying. No, Peacock is lying. You're damn right. You tell me that. Actually, you tell me that actually, Fed is lying. Actually, they're both lying. You know why? Because the season begins on the Raw after WrestleMania. I agree. You're telling me WWE lied? No. So it had to be Peacock. You're right. Exactly. My, True. Uh, you know what? You know what? My fault, OG. Exactly. 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 We stand up for WWE around here. Put the fists up for WWE. Damn right. Uh, I, I mean, I'm I am the white boy putting up his fists in that uh that fucking nation of domination sick. Yeah, that's also me, but for WWE and the nation. Damn right. I and I'm not white, so W. Yeah. W then. <laughs> Whoa. W race. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, fuck off. Uh, sorry, sir. We're not getting. Uh, Political around here. Race is political, according to some people. It shouldn't be. According to some people, yes, unfortunately. Anyways, the match. Uh, one of the outstanding things about this match that has always stuck out with me, and it's something that that makes my favorite Iron Man match my favorite Iron Man match, is that they eventually come to the point where where you know they both got a few falls each, mm -hmm. and Brock just decides, what if I just fucking destroy this guy really fast with a chair? And then he's like disabled yeah. for the rest of the no, match. He did that when he was down a fall, actually. Okay, true, but they still had points. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't have any points at no. that point. Okay, Kurt was up one. No. <clears throat> point is, yeah. Brock Lesnar yeah. decided, why should I deal with this bullshit when I can simply crack him over the head as hard as I can with a steel chair, and then he's pussy for the rest of the match? Yeah, actually, that's what happened. Uh, Brock did that. That put up Kurt one zero, and then Brock kept doing it, and then Brock very quickly was two and one. Yeah, yeah, because he immediately yeah because he immediately pinned him after he was done beating the shit out of him. And then he hit the F five after and, that. Yeah, and then he hit another yeah, and then and then it was even. Yeah. So yeah, so to me, in an Iron Man match, a heel doing something like that is so perfect because it's oh I love because, shit like that because it's calculated, it's shitty, and it makes sense. Well, this is always my problem with certain matches. Like, you know, like this is the smartest move that Brock could have done. But my issue with matches like, uh, or like, it's a similar issue, but whenever there's like a no DQ match or whatever, why lock don't up. either guy just go for a fucking weapon? Let's lock up. 
I don't need to do a feeling out process in a match that isn't testing my technical acumen. Depends who you're in the ring with. Fuck them. I'm going to run through them with a chair. Yeah, I mean, like... The chair because you went for it too fast. Okay. You didn't work them enough. Okay. You gotta tire them That's out. That's definitely not gonna happen. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta tire them out. If a person runs at me while I have a chair and they don't, I'm going to swat them out of the air. Sam right. Shouts out to the time Shinsuke Nakamura kicked Jeff Hardy in the dick right before they had a title match. Damn right. And immediately won the match. In yeah. five seconds. Yeah. People should do that more often. It makes so much sense. Literally, Look, during the introduction, just kick him straight in the cock. It's literally the most sensible thing that can be done. Bro, you know what Actually. I just thought of? I And if this spot has happened and I haven't seen it, that's fine. I'm just thinking of, like, Iron Man shit off the top of my head. Has there ever, ever been a match where Eddie Guerrero was in an Iron Man and did the fake-out chair spot to win it? That would be incredible. No, that'd be cracked. Dude, that'd be so sick. If, like if, that, if, if Eddie Guerrero were to be in an Iron Man match that was tied up all the way to the end and then he did that shit for a DQ win, that'd be so dirty. Oh, Perfect. See, I'm but thinking like, about all of the times that that would be booked so atrociously, right? Because when you said that, all I can think about is, you know, I didn't think about, damn, it'd be tied up and then he'd do it for the finish. I thought, holy shit, there's going to be like five ref distractions and five fucking Eddie cheat spots. Like, oh, they're going to kill it. They're going to kill the entire gimmick in one match. Like, that, that was the first thing that came to my mind. If they did that now, yeah, because I don't trust the Fed. In two thousand three, I don't honestly trust right. a lot of wrestling companies to do a whole lot of things. If I'm being honest, I don't trust. Yeah, me yeah, DTA. That's true. Exactly. Don't trust Austin. Austin. <laughs> um, fuck. Where yeah, are we I in mean, this match? There, there's. You can just really fucking anywhere, pick, bro. You can literally yeah, pick any spot in that match. It's an hour I mean, long. I mean, there was look, one brother, point like where fucking Brock won with a goddamn superplex. He, he won up. He went up a fall for a superplex. Yeah, uh, a over the commercial break, by the way, the like two commercial breaks. Like they're just doing bits. They were just doing bits in this match, bro. Yeah, and it was cool. Bits. There was there. Brock hit his really shitty angle slam where he cups you around the waist, so it's like a really shitty back suplex. I never thought that looked good. He made Kurt yeah. snap with an ankle lock. Again. Brock fucking took an F5 into the steel ring, or yeah, to the steel post. He hoisted up the thousand pound steps at some point. Twice, Two thousand pounds. Twice, actually. Five thousand pounds. Yeah, twice. Seven thousand so, pounds. Yeah, Two different seven thousand pound steps he hoisted. Twelve thousand pounds. Yeah, the second time he did it was unfortunately not good for him, though, as Kurt did a baseball slide and hit him right in the face. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's man. true. Yeah. Uh, With those F five on the floor. Five on the there were like two, three F fives on the floor. Oh, so God. many F fives. Like God. Yeah, he was inspiring himself in the future. Yeah, I was about to Dude. say, this is when Brock started doing the finisher fetch or Brock <laughs> hit his finish so many more times than Kurt got either of his so, off. Brock so hit like, one finish more than Kurt hit both either of his two. That was kind of the crazy thing to yeah, me in this Brock match. is the whole match. This, this match is built as the 1-1 rubber match 
which is why it's an Iron Man or whatever the fuck. Brock literally dominates 50 of the 60 minutes of this match. If I'm being honest. See, like, I don't even know if I could necessarily call it dominating. He's on top. He's on top. Bro, on top I mean, like... 50 of the 60 minutes of this match. Kurt... But and like pretty much but every, still, but, still but every single no, he doesn't. Or no, not Kurt. Every he, single. I wish he did. Every single time Kurt got a fall, though, it was a definitive win, though, which is why I can't yeah, necessarily yeah, say, the baby face. This is why I can't necessarily say he was like, you know, dominating for the entire. Yeah, but time. Still his, okay, but the the point being made is that he got his ass handed to him for almost an hour straight, except for the times where he got his wins. But yeah. there was there was plenty of times where he was fucking doing shit like f fiving his legs into the ring post and just working him over. Like there was minutes and minutes of that in this match. So I yeah. can't I can't in good faith say that he got dominated. It was like sixty five thirty five in favor of Brock. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But yeah, um, I mean. It, it, what's what's the final score like? Fucking five to five six. To four. It's five to four. it's five I to four. I remember it being. Fucking six to five, but apparently it was five to four. Yeah, yeah was that's what there I was, remember it as well. There was this one so. point in the match where Kurt Angle did a goddamn missile drop kick from the top rope. Yeah, and I was like, this shit, this, there's no way this isn't where they got that animation in from like Here Comes uh, the Pain or like SmackDown versus Raw. No, bro, the ones from the the games before there where it was like perfect the FBR ones, yeah, jab, yeah, perfect javelin style, and then he just that's like true. locks into place, and then it it's a fucking explosion. Literally, literally, I thought Kurt was gonna miss the kick, and he somehow just like locked into place and kicked him. I was like, this shit is like, this, there's no way this isn't where they got that fucking anime. So, we love, we love um, SmackDown versus Raw. That was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, ankle lock, angle slam, F five, superplex, top rope, belly to belly. Those are all ankle things. Lock. Those are all things that got finishes in this match. Lots of finishes yep. in this match. Yeah. And I really, fun. I guess to just go to left finish. Um, I really like. I don't know the finish. I think is, it's simple but it's good. I mean, like, and, I like... and, you know, another reason that I can't definitively say, uh, you know, one last reason is that for the last uh, 10 minutes, minutes of this match, yeah, 10 to eight, eight, eight to 10 minutes, Kurt was on top. Yeah. Like, and that's what I mean by 50 to 60. Because, yeah, I mean, and Taz made a good call at the end because Kurt lost and he just simply said, you know, Valiant Champion fought hard. He would have got it done. He just... Ran out of time. And yeah, Kurt had Brock in the ankle lock, ankle lock, and Brock was damn near ready to tap when the bell rang, and it was five to four. Sorry. So he just ran out of time. So yeah, I mean, he, he when he got his shit in, he definitely got his shit in. Yeah, that's that true. Brock that's fair. In more. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, that was, a, that was an hour-long Iron Man match for the WWE Championship for sub Brock Lesnar reclaiming the championship that he lost at SummerSlam for some reason, but don't worry about that. Yeah, and there was, like, no pop, which is why I was surprised, like, which is why I didn't know who the crowd was behind. Yeah, uh, as you can see, Marquise, my, my, my singular note for this match. Yeah. Good TV match. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I agree. Called it, a good TV match. I mean, it is. Except it's not, because this should, this should not ever be on TV. Just because it shouldn't be on TV doesn't make it not a good TV match. That's... Not I logic. I also agree with Marquise on that. TV. 
Same with that scene of Michael's match. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? I oh. I can't get behind the logic. I can't get behind that logic. It's just a good match that was on TV. You know what I would put on my TV product? I mean, I don't think Nothing. every single match needs to go three to five minutes. I mean, you can have... Promos and squashes. You can have some lengthier matches, especially... I mean... Okay, but... <sighs> Alright, brother. Well, that's the thing. People... I brought this point up. Like, people always complain whenever the Fed... People complain that the Fed doesn't do enough wrestling, and they give a lot of wrestling, and people complain. So, like, what... what? I have no issue with a lot of wrestling. I have, a lot of, I have an issue with a lot of wrestling on the TV. Is that not... Okay. I am not your average wrestling fan. I am an asshole. Okay. That is damn true. I'm a different type of asshole, because all wrestling fans are assholes. I simply want to watch a 45-minute TV show where people cut promos and jobbers get squashed and everything builds towards a pay-per-view. I do not I do not need to see I do not need to see restaurant quality pay-per-view wrestling on my SmackDown. Regardless, both of the very long matches that we've reviewed in the last two weeks definitely good matches. Definitely had their reasons and had their place for being there. Yeah, but I'm still going to argue against it. But yeah, those matches both kicked ass. I'm not yeah. going to sit here and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well. Yeah, that being said, I think that's stuff? pretty much it for the main event of the 61st episode of Taking Movies Processing Podcast. Uh, I want to thank right. you all for hanging out with the boys, Andrew. Marquise. And Max. Uh, check us out on Twitter at TLProRestPod. Get the Discord there. Top tweet pin thing click on that join the server hang out with the boys get your get your notifications get to talk to cool people go look at some devon titties go look at some devon titties on bro devon titties what do you mean devon titties and uh yeah we got the patreon patreon.com forward slash tlprs pod please again this is the final day of the uh the the pledge-a-thon if you will yep so if we can somehow accrue four more patrons by midnight, by by eleven fifty nine p.m. Uh, Central Time, yep. on today, April the thirtieth, two thousand twenty two, then uh, you will most certainly find yourselves on the Patreon. A video of Max doing the uh, an entrance of a superstar, of which the patrons will collectively choose four poll things. Yes, exactly. And uh, yeah, leave us reviews on podcast platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Cast. Bruh, blah, 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 blah. Who fucking cares? Yeah. And yeah, well, goddamn, oh. pal. I'll check y'all next week for the 62nd episode. Yeah. Seven episodes away from 69. The, the trail continues to be blazed. We'll catch you folks later. Deuces.